What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. I almost looked over there instead of looking directly in front of me because we, we switched <laughs> things up a little bit. We this moved time things. Around. Yeah, we just moved things ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Where's Will today? Will's at home today. Will's on the wrong side. Will's on the side that Discord decided he was on. So that's blame Discord, not me. We're here. Um, Halt with the gifted sub to her husband. <laughs> thank you for the gifted <laughs> sub, Halt. You get a woo! And Daddy, thank you for the bit again. Is uh, greatly appreciated. Restart the show. I'm not restarting shit. You guys can fuck off. Oh, my God. This is episode 323 for the week of January 21st, 2024. Nice. Juan, that's for you. 2024. It's in the show notes as 2024. Um, I updated the template to be 2024 because apparently nobody fucking told me that for the past couple weeks, I've been saying 2023 still. So f fuck you guys. Uh, we're here. Oh my God. Uh, the title of this week's episode is extracting seasonality. Get it? Cause extraction's gone, but so is seasonality. Get it? We're going to talk about it later on. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man. Is that your pink hippocampus hoodie, Will? It is. In the pink hippocampus hoodie, Will, a.k.a. <laughs> I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I think, are you wearing the quadrant hoodie? Is that what that I is? I am. And, it's, I, and, and I'm actually, like, really warm right now. So, this might be a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I love this hippocampus hoodie, but it has thinned out over the years, and uh, I would rarely wear it now because I just don't want to ruin it. So oh, shit. I thought I'd throw it on for tonight's show. I respect it. And that, yeah, I haven't worn pink in a long time. I, I just, I don't know. I think this is a good one. I, I love it. I think it's one of the best sweatshirts that they have, to be completely honest. So, um, show enough says tomorrow's my, wait, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm tired, but uh, other than that, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm, right. I'm excited. We have a lot, a lot to talk about on this show, um, because yeah. yes, Will, do you want to do you want to ask me the question? Yeah, what do we got on this week's episode? The 2024 HCS roadmap is finally here. Global Invitationals are no more. There's one extra major, and there's less global representation. We'll talk about that extraction's gone it's fucking gone we did it guys holy shit everybody wanted it out it's finally fucking out at least for the time being but hey we take the wins when we can get them and this is absolutely a fucking win and then halo infinite finally reaches seasonality right as they're gonna move away from seasons fuck yeah all right uh sure enough says it's his birthday tomorrow sure enough Happy early birthday. Happy early birthday to you. And that you actually reminded me that I need to give a couple um, extra shout outs in the shout out section of the show. Um, so thank you for reminding me because I believe it was blackout and Marmar's birthday just this last week during this last week as well. So I want to make sure they get the shout outs they deserve too. All right. Will. Um, yeah, I think it's just time we kick things off with a little bit of competitive news. All right. Competitive news time. 
Let's get it. Native Gaming and Best Buy FFA Showdown, or I should say Showdown. I haven't said that in a while. Felt pretty good. This is my Native Gaming. Do you have what it takes to be the best? Like no one ever was. In collaboration with Best Buy, they're hosting a $2,000 FFA show showdown on February 3rd. It's Best Buy Park Lane 9378 North Central. Yeah, I don't know what that is. In Dallas, Texas. Um, signups are available right now, and I think they only have a few slots remaining. So if you're in that area and you wanted to compete, uh, links in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes in chat. If you're listening to this after the fact that it's live, then you're probably going to miss it. In which case, I apologize. But hey, it's out there if you're interested. I believe there's a few spots left. Go check it out. Go check it out. Also, just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who is hanging out with us live in the chat. If I miss you, I apologize. But I see John, Ronan, Genji, Crunchy Dad, Ikuza, Danny Phantom, Riz, uh, Ash. Did I already say Ronan? I did say Ronan. Spying Ryan. Justin, Hammer McPoopin, Halt, Juan, Rain. Show enough if I missed you again, I apologize. White Sedge, Fox, good to see you guys. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. Beth, welcome back. Blackout, welcome back as well. Beth with the 45-month resub, that's fucking crazy. You get a woo! Thank you so very much for the extra support. Greatly fucking appreciated. So yeah, if you uh, wanted to check out that Native Gaming Tournament, I, like I said, I think there's only a few spots left um, as of literally recording this. So go check that out if you're interested. Ranked updates by Halo Support. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's true. We got it. The mode extraction has been removed from the ranked arena playlist. And then also the weighting of each map in ranked arena has been updated, meaning that players will now see some maps more or less often than before. To mitigate an issue in ranked arena, the grapple shot equipment pads on Argyle, the versatile trash pile, and the threat seeker equipment pads on Forbidden will no longer enter the red rack state. A future Halo Infinite update will fully resolve this issue. So, yay! And the map list for the ranked snipers playlist has been updated. Chasm, cliffhanger, detachment, and launch site were removed. Wow! While Cliffside, Forbidden, Recharge, Solitude, Streets, and Sylvanas were added. So you're telling me that they removed two, I mean, I mean, realistically, I, I don't know if I played a lot of Cliffhanger, but Chasm, Detachment, and Launch Site were fucking awful. So the fact that they removed those, man, it's like they listen sometimes, guys. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, Ikuza, speaking of competitive Halo, I've heard there's possible plans of ANC and an Asia based players in the early stages of setting up a tournament. Uh, yeah, that was, um, Mac, right? Mac was talking about getting something set up. If I'm not mistaken, he was saying it last week. Uh, Mac Apsu for those wondering, I th I'm pretty sure he said it last week. That says cliffhanger was even worse. That is very unfortunate. All right. And finally, for competitive news, we have Tashi's tantalizing tidbits. Actually, Will, let me ask you this real quick. What are your, uh, are, are you happy that extraction's gone from rank for the time being? Yeah, there's still something about it that just wasn't right. And I hope they can figure it out and make it viable. Maybe not in HCS, but for ranked. There's also that argument that should rank be what HCS is, but we'll leave it there. Yeah. And 
because they've they've really hit on all these other modes in Infinite. I think they they could possibly do something to make extraction work. I'm I'm curious to see what they're gonna do uh, in the time that it's being taken out. Because for those who don't know, they're supposedly they're going to bring it back at some point in time. We'll read the actual extraction update when we get to the roadmap. So just just wait for that. I promise we'll get to it. We'll read that blurb. But um, so it's being removed for now. So the question is, are they going to be able to basically like fix it to make it so it's viable and ranked and competitive? Or is it going to come a time where when push comes to shove, they just need to cut their losses and remove it entirely and not bring it back? That's that's where we're at right now. We need to figure we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, Dave, welcome back. Ashley, welcome back. Good to see you as well. Hope everyone's having a great fucking night. All right. Um, also, Dave with the fucking 44-month resub, you get a woo! Still one month behind Beth. Loser. How's that feel? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shot! Welcome back. It's good to see you. I hope your job's going well, man. What's up, tools? Welcome, welcome. All right. Tashi's tantalizing tidbits. Regarding ranked FFA... The, uh, Beth is going to be very, very mad about this as is, I assume a lot of people. And I have a thought as to why this is the way that it is. So regarding ranked FFA, he said, sadly, ranked FFA was very unpopular. I wonder why perhaps there are lobbies in the custom game browser that folks can get going for some competitive FFA. No, that's not Tashi. I know you're trying to like, you know, trying to remain on the positive here, especially in terms of the community, I respect it. I understand business is business, but like, no, I, I'm probably wrong here because I don't see the data in front of my face and I can't, and you know, hindsight's 2020. I can't go back in time and make the playlist the way that I think it should have been made in the first place. But I truly believe that if ranked FFA had released with strictly FFA based maps, Okay, I'm not I'm not just saying Aquarius. Like you can't just have Aquarius in there and expect everyone to be hap, like happy dory on that shit. Like that's not going to be the way that it is. People want variety. But what I will say is in terms of r- getting rid of the variety, make it strictly slayer. The fact that it wasn't strictly slayer blew my fucking mind. I'm not going to name the person. I'm not going to name the individual, but there was a person that works or worked there that talked about how, um, yeah, like I tried throwing, like I'm paraphrasing here, but it was basically like, it was, this was the only mode that, that they allowed to get through. I'm like, how about we stop trying to force modes into something that it does that they don't need to go into. You could have strictly had a slayer based ranked FFA and have maps that are not just Aquarius, but also not fucking launch. I don't know if even launch site was in it, but like maps that don't belong in an FFA scenario. If you get rid of those and you have a little bit more variety other than Aquarius and it's strictly Slayer, come on. Like that, would it have been the most popular playlist in the world? No, but would it probably have been more popular than what they're saying that ranked FFA has been over the course of it being rotational. I believe so. I highly believe so. And I don't even play FFA. That's the fucking thing. I don't even play FFA. And I look at this and I'm like, you guys put oddball in that shit. 
what the fuck are you trying to do? I don't. Wow. All right. And then the worst part is, is that like, this is what I, I truly believe this. And again, I'm probably wrong, but I truly believe that it's been so consistently underpopulated from where they wanted it to be, to be like a, uh, like a traditional ranked playlist because of all the stuff that they did beforehand. Like it's, it's why I truly believe that if it launched and it was Slayer only and it had some additional maps that fit the FFA mold alongside Aquarius, I truly believe it would have been in a better state than it is today. The It's just, it's crazy to me that we don't have a, because we're going to get ranked doubles and ranked team Slayer um, when the match composer comes later in the year. Like we're going to get those and those are going to be staple. So yay, more ranked playlists. But the fact that FFA is not going to be there and it's been relegated to be a rotational. And I believe that the population issues stemmed from them not giving a shit from what it was traditionally supposed to be. I'm just, uh, it's, it's frustrating. Will, do you have anything to add on that? Um, no, just, yeah, it never made sense to have objective modes in a ranked FFA playlist. And we, I don't know. I think people just didn't enjoy that as much in a social playlist. I understand it, but in ranked, that's not what it's about. You even run FFAs at events, right? Mm-hmm. They should reflect that as much as possible. Give people that playlist to practice for entering a tournament. And they, and they just, did that for a very short period of time, right? Yes. And I'm going to be real. Not everyone reads these blogs or these patch notes. People, a majority of the people probably didn't even know that it changed from having the objective modes in it to just being Slayer. Probably not. Probably not. Um, ben Jammin, welcome back. Good to see you. Legend, welcome back. Good to see you as well. Play Pat, welcome back. Hope everyone's having a good night. Um... Yeah, it's it's just weird because the you literally have the blueprint right in front of you. Like you've had the blueprint in front of you for basically since the launch of the game, you know, with like with what you said, the FFAs at majors and at worlds. And if you just take that blueprint, you take those settings, you take Aquarius and you add a couple maps to that rotation, so you keep things a little bit more fresh. I, I swear to God, like population, well, like again, while population may not have been what they were looking for to make it a traditional ranked playlist and not a rotational, I think it would have been better than what it is today. Like dramatically better. Yeah, I agree. So what are you going to do? Regarding more maps being added to ranked, uh, Tashi said that they're still working on it. So I know that they said that they're going to be working on adding more community made maps into it. I know Heinz is kind of heading that uh, Avenue or whatever you want to fucking call it. Also Mar, welcome back as well. Absent. Good to see you. So we'll just have to wait and see on that. I just hope that they're good. And I hope that they fit, fit the ranked settings because we're going to talk. Will we're going to talk about the new map that was unveiled for content update 29 
Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. We're going to talk about that map. And in that map's blog post that released today, I don't have it in the show notes, by the way, because I'm not going to read through it all. But in that blog post, one of the individuals who made the map stated, and this is not no nothing, nothing against the person who made the map or people who made the map, like nothing against them. It's just there was a statement in that article that said um, it was made for both social and competitive in mind. And I'm like, that middle hallway is anything but competitive. Like, are you kidding me? That is anything but competitive. But hey, man, you do you. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, we'll get to that. Regarding rank- I mean, at least at least there is threat seekers and it's a narrow hallway just freaking naded out. You're not wrong. You are not wrong there. It's just that and there's also there's also cubby holes like in mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, this has the like this has the ratiest shit written all over it for having these little cubby holes that people could just sneak into and be like, hey, bitch. I just I I'm scared. I'm scared. There there's a sword in there, right? Yeah, there is. There's yeah. legitimately a sword in there. Oh my god. Okay. Regardless. I row boats. I don't, but I apparently you do. So Zone Ice, I finally caught a live show. Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. Hope you're having a great night. Pharaoh, welcome back as well. Good to see you too. All right. Regarding ranked resets, now that the content updates are taking the place of seasons, Tashi said there's more to share on that later, but yes, there will be rank resets still. And then regarding ranked matchmaking, matching on MMR instead of the intended CSR, um, previously, because it's since been fixed, but previously he stated that there is an issue with the system. The engineers are working on a fix and it's nearly ready for deployment as I understand. We will let folks know when that's been resolved. It's supposed to match on CSR. That's the intention. And then there was a fix, I believe, yesterday. Um, and it's and he says, can confirm that we released an update to resolve this issue. Players should be matching and ranked based on CSR once again. Thank you for your patience. So there you go. That has been fixed. That is good to hear. And uh, I've been hearing some good things since the update. So hopefully that is actually the case. And Will, that's it for the competitive news. Which means, Will, it's time for... Roster Media! Yeah, we got a few things for you today for Roster Mania. The first is complexity, and they've announced a coach. It's Ashes. So I I personally don't know who Ashes is. Josh, did, did you know before this announcement? He's he works with complexity already. So he'll have he's like in a dual role uh situation now. Gotcha. Okay. So yes. Well, let's hope hopefully they can bring something to the board for the players that they have there. Absolutely. Um let's see. Uh Centenegra Esports, they're looking to field a North America team. And they state, we are recruiting North America teams to represent Centenegra Esports in the next HCS. If you are interested, contact, I'm going to say, me, Jafita, directly. So there you go. Uh, Looking to come back into the North America scene. That's their Twitter as well, by the way. So if he's like throwing at in front of that, that's their Twitter account. Gotcha. Last but not least, Europa Halo. I'm probably going to say this wrong. Is it Kalen? Yeah. Kalen uh, taking a step back and they stated in 2024, I plan to finally take steps back in my involvement in the scene after delivering on a European halo land. I think it is near time to hang up the boots. 
I'd like to pass on knowledge and help other Halo projects in the scene. Feel free to reach out if you need help. Well, Kalen, thank you ever for fucking everything you've continued to do throughout the scene, uh, throughout the years. And uh, I know that, I mean, obviously that quadrant land is coming, land is coming up. So I expect there to be assistance in some capacity from Europa Halo on that side of things. But regardless, uh, you're a fucking legend. Congratulations on Blackpool yeah. again. And yeah, hopefully we see you stateside sometime because that'd be fucking cool. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Wishing the best moving forward for you there. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, that's all we have for roster mania, Josh. Thank you very much. Therefore, it's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCobby.com. Check out NoobCobby.com for all your Halo eSports needs. On Saturday, January 27th, we have the Tylenol Halo 3 uh, Team Slayer Draft Tournament and the LVT Halo 2v2 Open number 3. And then on Sunday, January 28th, we have the I Spiteful and European Halo League Draft Tournament and then the LVT Halo 4v4 Open number 3. So go check those out if you're any at all interested. And... uh We've seen some fucking crazy Halo being played the past couple weeks. And that's it for upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCup.com. Check out NoobCup.com for all your Halo sports needs. Well, script tournament league recaps. What do we got? Yeah, speaking of LVT, we have the LVT Halo 2v2 Open. This was the second one that took place. In fourth place, it was Gunplection and Persecute. Third went to Glory and Legend. Second, Renegade and Frosty. And taking it home was Boobadoo and Spartan. So congrats to them for taking the 2v2. On the other side, 4v4, very next day. And this, uh, I have a statement from Tools here. Players will have made some adjustments to the Swiss format. We will be doing six rounds of Swiss in two stages. The first stage will be four rounds of best of threes. The second stage will be two rounds of best of fives. The best of fives will have more waiting on the final score. Every map counts. So they changed up the format of the Swiss just a little bit. And... Here we have the results for you. In third, fourth, we had Team Gail Lewis, which is Burton, Monster, Squally, and Straight Sick. The Bad News Bears as well, which included Neptune, Boo Boo I almost said Doo Boo Boo and I, I had to stop myself. I felt that was happening. Uh, uh, Spartan and Collect. Second went to No Org. This is Noble Drift, Acid, and Tapping Buttons. And take it first place, your Shopify Rebellion roster with Cycle Mental Soul Snipe and Suppressed. They lost only one map throughout the entire tournament, and it was before bracket play. Yes. Crazy. Craziness. Fucking insane. Uh, tools, I have a question for you if you're hanging out right now. Um, also, Mexican Manther, welcome back. Good to see you. H Bomber, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Um, tools, is there a separate link that you guys are using for the actual bracket after the Swiss rounds. I'm curious because the only link that I can find is the one on face it for the actual Swiss rounds and not the, not the bracket bracket, like the champ bracket, if you will. So if you guys have links to those, can you send them my way or to make a bracket? We have to get an admin on the face it website to make it. So it's like a whole separate link. Can you send me the link when you have that for, the, the last two tournaments that you guys do here just so I can include them here. It make, it make tracking teams down a lot easier. Thank you tools. I appreciate you whenever you have the chance to, whenever you have the chance. 
not pressing right now. It's just I, I to make things a lot easier for not only like myself, but the show notes as well. It'd be great to have both links so people can check out the brackets and it'd be great. You guys got to start doing these podcasts daily. Best place for the honest Halo news, or is that not possible? <laughs> Holy shit. That'd be, that'd be something play Pat. That'd be something. Uh, no, it's not fun. It's not possible. <laughs> It's just not like we'd cover one thing a day and it'd be like a five minute show. And then we'd be like, all right, see ya. We also just strictly don't have time. Like with our schedules, the way that they are like we, it was hard enough, uh, landing on Wednesdays for the interim. Like, so the fact that we moved from Monday to Wednesday in and of itself, just for the time being till may, like that was already difficult so like to do it daily would be fuck. I it'd be fun, but it'd be fucking insane. Um, De Bear, welcome back. What's up to you? Uh, that's cool, Mar. But I don't pay attention to that. Um, but yeah, play pad. I love the idea and I love the passion. You're too kind. It's just it, it it's just not feasible right now. Um, okay, Will. Yeah, topic of the show, baby. There's a lot here. There is a lot here. There is a lot to cover because there's a lot that was announced and a lot kind of, uh, there's a lot into like the nitty gritty of it all as well. And I want to make sure we cover it. So this is going to be your a snacks, folk. That's get your snacks, get your Will's got his fucking cheese. It's ready to go. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. I respect it. I love the shit out of it. Oh my God. What else can the man do? He can win. Well, hopefully he can win. Ashley asked what kind of cheese it's will. What, what are you, what kind of cheese it's you packing? Oh, these are just the standard original. I guess you'd call them the best ones actually. Yeah. It's also a giant box. It's got two big bags in it. It's thick. It's called the Samsung, the, the Samsung, the Sam's club variety. Yes. Or Costco, whatever you prefer. Um, either or. Yeah, standard Cheez-Its are the best Cheez-Its by far. Izzy Scout, welcome back. Good to see you. All right. The HCS 2024 roadmap. We have a lot to cover here. So like Will said, get your snacks, get your drinks. Um, sit back, relax, strap the fuck in. We got a lot to discuss. The HCS 2024 roadmap. And again, if you want to follow along, um, if you're watching live, exclamation point, show notes in the chat. Uh the show notes have everything there. And then if you're listening to this show on YouTube or your favorite podcast service, um, link will be included in the description of those. So the HCS 2024 roadmap is by the HCS. It's 2024. And you know what that means? Year three of Halo Infinite HCS is right around the corner. And if it's anything like what the last two years have been like, then we are all in for a big treat. Tetrify, welcome back. New events, new rosters, and new opportunities for the world's greatest Halo players to etch their names in the competitive Halo history books. Coming off a historic year two, we can't help but feel immensely grateful for all the players and fans of competitive Halo and HCS. To everyone who plays in the ranked playlists, except FFA because <laughs> those who watch every event, the pros that can put on an amazing show, and all of our partners, thank you. Here is the format for year three of the HCS. We decided to stay close to the tried and true format that Halos had with open events where teams earn points that ultimately help them qualify for the Halo World Championship. Last year, you might remember that we hosted global invitationals where only 16 teams were able to compete. But for year three, 
Every event before the Halo World Championship is a major. This means there will be an open bracket and any team can sign up and compete. Ultim well, not any team. Any team up to 64, because that's the cap. We'll get to that. Ultimately, we felt leaning into the competitive Halo's roots where the entire community was brought under one roof was best for the league. Last year, we also experimented with events hosted by teams with Optic and Space Station. One of them was absolute dog shit. The other one was one of the best events, if not the best event we ever had. Response from fans was amazing as these teams brought us into their home turf and put on great events. Eh, one of them did. For year three, we decided to double down on this, literally. Each event leading up to the Halo World Championship 2024 will now be hosted by a partner team, Optic, ugh, Quadrant, Phase, and Space Station. We can't wait to work with each of these teams to put on a spectacle for all fans to enjoy. As with last year, tournament administration will be managed by the HCS and Esports Engine and not the teams to avoid conflict of interest. To see more details about the format and the rules, see the handbook that is linked again in the Google Doc of the show to the show, exclamation point, show notes in chat. Now, Ashley, oh, uh, real quick, actually, BXR, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, Ashley, you, I did not hear this from you before, but yes, you were saying that apparently there was a hot tub convention at Arlington during the last event. Is that true? Is, is that actually what happened? And that's why no absent. I don't fucking remember seeing anything like that. I remember like being shoved to the right and then that was it just shoved to the right. And that was it. All right. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. I was just bitching about no partner team booths there except fucking optic. And then a little bit of HCS sprinkled in. So yes, Ashley, like you said, hopefully there is nothing like that. Because one of the main reasons why that event was horseshit is because it did feel fucking cramped, like Absent said. And I'm not going to go on my rant. You can go check out that fucking show if you want to. But it it's just hearing that that's what happened. It's fucking crazy to me that it's their own event. It is their own, like, quote unquote, home event. And they didn't have it be the only booked event for their own fucking venue. That's absolutely bizarre to me. So hopefully that's not the case for this year. We'll have to wait and see. Here is the roadmap. The first major March 15th through the 17th is the optic major in Arlington, Texas. There will be an open series from early February to mid-February, and then the major qualifier is the February 24th through the 25th. The next major is in London. It is the Quadrant Major in May. Date is still to be announced on that one. Kind of weird. Open series late March to mid-April, and the major qualifier is April 20th through the 21st. The third major is in Atlanta. It is the Phase Major. Again, this time in July, dates to be announced. Open series early June to mid-June with the major qualifier June 22nd to 23rd. And the final major is in Salt Lake City. It's the Space Station major from September 6th through the 8th. Open series early August to mid-August and the major qualifier August 24th to 25th. 
And finally, the Halo World Championship returns to Seattle October 4th through the 6th. And then from Unit Sean, if you guys don't remember, um, part of Space Station, and had asked a very similar question for the Salt Lake City Global Invitational last year. Sean asks, we're running it back, SLC HCS Major. I want to thank Tashi and the HCS team for giving us another opportunity to do what we did last year, but bigger and better. To the players, fans, and those who attended, what can we do to enhance your experience for our last event? So guys, let me just let me just reiterate here. This tweet that Sean put out, okay, this tweet that Sean put out was on January 19th, okay? January 19th. That was five days ago from the time of recording this show. Their major is in September, and he's already looking for feedback to make it the best it can possibly be. I'll go on record right now. We, we're not, we, we haven't done preseason predictions yet, Will, because we're waiting for the roadmap to release. So maybe we'll do that next, uh, next episode or the episode after that. But I'll go on record and say right now that besides Worlds, I am guaranteeing that that Salt Lake City major is going to be the best out of the four that we have. And that's, that's no offense to anybody else. I, I want that Quadrant one to be the fucking greatest thing ever because I, they deserve it. Those fans fucking deserve it. I just... Man, if SLC, if it's anything like what SLC was last year, everybody should be in for a treat. So I'll go on record and say that here. I mean, within that tweet and the replies, Unit did say, we want to do what we did at the last event, but bigger and in one of locations so they can accommodate more. Yes, so yes, yes. It's already looking to shape up like SLC last year bigger and better. And that's all we can hope for. Absolutely. As you can see, we're spreading the love further than year two with the first Halo Infinite Major in Europe hosted by Quadrant. We cannot wait to see you all there. As always, there will be online events and qualifiers for each of the four regions. You can see the full list of dates. Um, I have the full list of dates here. They are in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. So please go ahead and look through those if you're interested. Again, all online for those dates that are there. Prizing. Once again, HCS will be delivering over $2 million in prizing to players across all events and breaks down as follows. Majors are $250,000 apiece. The Halo World Championship is $1 million and online is $66,000 total. That's not all, of course, as each major will also feature a $5,000 FFA as well as $5,000 in side events. And as usual, will be hosting the HCS, I mean, the Halo World Championship FFA finals with a prize pool of $25,000 once again. So they're learning from last year. They're adding side events to every single major. That's fucking awesome. Love to see that. Hopefully that not only brings like, hopefully that does bring more people in general to like to fill seats and whatnot, but also to get them more engaged with the event as they're happening. I fucking love that. That's great. They popped off at worlds. So I I assume that it's going to be a very welcome addition here um, for each major. Ziggler with the uh, 17 month resub. Holy fuck. You get a woo. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much. All right. Where to watch it. 
2024, we'll be able to watch all official HCS events live on Twitch and YouTube. Twitch.tv forward slash Halo and YouTube.com forward slash at Halo Esports HCS. And then for events with multiple streams, we'll be using these channels. Twitch.tv forward slash HCS, HCS underscore red, and HCS underscore blue. These extra streams will be broadcast within the main YouTube channel above as usual. Okay, so there will be VODs on YouTube for all of them, as has happened in previous events. Map and road rotation. This is where we get to extraction as well. Um, oh, sake Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to that shit. Um, here's a look at the map and mode rotation for the start of year three in HCS. Slayer. The following maps. Aquarius, Live Fire, Recharge, Solitude, and Streets. CTF. Aquarius, Argyle, Empyrean, and Forbidden. Also, fun fact, that is the only instance of Forbidden in any of these. Like, throughout the entire HCS rotation, Forbidden CTF is the only instance of Forbidden. King in the Hill, Live Fire, Recharge, and Solitude. Oddball, Live Fire, Recharge, and Streets. And Strongholds, Live Fire, Recharge, and Solitude. As for Extraction... Oh, same for Empyrean and Argyle? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Empyrean Slayer, no more. I mean, we already knew that, but sad day regardless. I miss it. It, it feels like the map pool is so small. What do you mean? They're going to add that new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, by the way. I'm kidding, by the way. We, we we definitely need more maps here, man. Yeah, I like playing eight, like doing eights. It's like, well, we already played all of this stuff already. Let's just, I guess, we're going right back to what we did. What do you What do you want to see? Do you have any idea? I know I'm putting you on the spot right now, but do you have any idea on what you want? God, um, we need more original maps. Starbird. That's the truth heretic whatever you want to call it remake right i think that works a lot better we'll say spiritual not successor reimagine yeah reimagining yeah there you go that's a better way to put it starboard can come back with it being bandits now plays much better in my opinion all right even if it's just slayer absence like no (laughs) (laughs) ikuza i do not believe they do i believe they're i believe they only ship to the u.s you can reach out to them on Twitter, though. Um, Forbidden's not as bad as people are saying, in my opinion. I think it plays well. I need to I need to play it more. And like I said, I said it to you before as well, Will. I'm going to stick to it. Like, I'm waiting until scrims happen. And I'm waiting. I think I even said, like, I'm waiting until um, after the first major. Like to fully have a, a more like a bigger opinion on it because I want to see how these top teams are actually utilizing the map. Because like I said, man, when I look at that shit and I'm like, oh my god, these sight lines are fucking massive. This map looks way too big. Blah blah blah. But I want to see how they utilize it to be like to 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 form a a better opinion. Sure. Well, I know Scrim started today. Yeah, that Spartan said that he, like, it was just a one-off thing. Um, 
Native White was also scrimming today. Mm. So maybe if one of these gets streamed here or there, they probably won't. But yep. we can finally see what that looks like. Um, but I don't think Forbidden's as bad as people are saying. Oh, it was Native versus Sentinels. Perfect. So there you go. Um, what other maps do we need, though? Just like it's hard to say. Like I just want more original Halo maps. Yeah, something that fits the mold but doesn't feel too out there, like a launch site. Thank God that was never in rank. But you know what I mean. Like for that being a Halo map, like that's I, that that was a four v four map for quick play and other modes that should have been like squad battle. Yeah. Um, it's awful. Um, I've been seeing need more variety, in my opinion. Uh, I've been seeing a few people in chat wanting sanctuary. Um, I saw a couple Coliseums, I think as well. Uh, I, I will, I, I'll be on the Coliseum as well as I'm, as I'm somebody that agrees hundred percent with will, I want something more like original for it. Like I want dev made original maps. If we were to get remakes of maps like that community people made and they were inserted into the playlist after they were play tested and everything, um, I would I would love to see how a well-made Coliseum remake plays just because I loved like that was one of the only maps that I truly loved in five. And then yeah, as much as I hate it, it's not that I hate it as much as I as much as I am. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it's too much of like a fan favorite thing. And I know that a lot of people want it. And I, I guess I'd be curious to see how it played, but an actual midship remake that works in infinite. I'd be, I'd be curious to see how that is because they're going to bring that covenant palette and you know, people are going to go crazy with that and forge. Um, yeah. See, I'm curious about that, how that would play now, especially with Bevo starts. Um, yeah, I, it's just, you're right. Things do feel a little stale right now. I'm waiting to see how Forbidden actually plays with these pros. And yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to drop a link in chat here for a Coliseum remake. That's pretty decent in my opinion. Probably the best one I've played on so far. So if anyone wants to do custom games with this, go check it out. There you go. Uncle Pumpy with the 17 month resub. I should say Uncle Pumpy. Thank you for the resub. You get a woo. North Snipes. I apologize for not saying it, but welcome back. Skaduff, if I didn't say it before, welcome back as well. Farrell, good to see you as well. Beth, Beth said earlier that uh, in terms of um, thoughts on Forbidden, she says, I'm kind of like PD, uh, what he said a week or two ago. The last game I played in Forbidden, I played really well. So as of right now, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> That's fair. I think the last one I played on it, we won. So yeah. Every, there you go. You only love it if you're winning that shit. <laughs> love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, Zig, that is the one that Will posted. It's a community-made Coliseum remake. Catalyst is a good map. Fight me. I think Catalyst got too much hate. I like it. Uh, maybe not, not. Never mind. I don't want to say what I'm about to say. I think I think Catalyst is a fine map. But like I, I think said, it needs another lane. Catalyst. 
Yeah, the top mid lane is pretty unviable. Yeah. Like, I think it needs another way to get across mid other than dropping down on the bridge and then you have to go left or right. Yeah. I, I mean, there's grapple and repulsor, but you have to be on the sides of the map anyway to get those. I think if it was strictly a CTF map, then that's fine because like I became like a catalyst truther when, when I started seeing more of the types of plays that could be made on that map. And like, we saw some incredible setups been broken on that map. So it, it's not like you, you get a setup and you're just, you win the game. Like you've seen some, you've seen some steam, steamrolling solitude games, right? With strongholds or whatnot. Oh yeah. And just the fact that you didn't really have those big types of situations. And then also the fact that, if you had a really good start off an overtime round, you could cap it pretty like fairly quickly. So yeah, I like it from a CTF perspective, but who knows? I, I know that uh, some pros want it back too. Like they're surprised they was removed. So only use a frag. Welcome back. Something akin to, to narrows. I'll say this. As much of a fan of Narrows as I am, and I love Narrows in, in 3. I love Narrows in 3. Playing it in... Playing like that Banished Narrows or Narrows remake in the Halo 3 refuel playlist, I don't want, like... I don't want Narrows in comp. <laughs> Maybe if something was like a spiritual successor to that map or something, that could work out well, but like, I don't know. I just not... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Justin, Penguin on that map was nasty. That was that was one of the plays that I was alluding to. Like he well now dead zone, but like you watch some dead zone plays when he was formerly Penguin on Catalyst. He was a monster. Like he would know how to break setups like crazy. He had that he had that unbelievably clutch OT flag round like flag win. Yeah. Insane. Insane. So is forbidden the only non-symmetrical map on CTF now? Yes. Yes. So yeah, maybe we do need to, maybe like, I mean, obviously we're not pros, so maybe we need to get the pro players and be like, Hey, if you guys actually want catalysts, maybe you should fucking talk to them. <laughs> like, Seems like we're we're all kind of in agreement here that Catalyst wasn't that bad. So wouldn't wouldn't Empyrean be considered non-symmetrical? No, Empyrean symmetrical. I mean, the pit? Yeah. Isn't forbidden then? There's it's if you split it down the middle, it's the same on both sides if it's just rotated, right? Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, black. Yeah, that is true. Forbidden is symmetrical. They're all symmetrical. Jesus Christ. Otherwise, wait a second. Why? Yeah, why would they? Why? Never mind. We're done here. We're done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Captain Mo says pros seem to hate Catalyst less than they originally did, but none love it. Unless we're going to go somehow, unless we're somehow going to go one flag again, not get the fuck out of here. 
Oh man. I'm I'm curious the amount of pros that actually would want Catalyst back. The whole hindsight is 2020 thing. Like that's I'm curious about that because Captain Mo, you're probably 100% right. I I'm just curious as to those like how many would actually want it back. And I'm not even saying remove something, right? I'm not even saying remove another I'm not saying remove one. If you just added it back. I'm curious. I'm curious. We got Bevo starts now. Sword's been gone. Why not? You know? Why not? Let's talk about extraction. We are hopeful to have extraction ready for year three HCS in time for the start of the season, but it needs a bit more work first. You don't fucking say. We're looking to make updates to, mo to the mode based on player feedback and aim to reintroduce re it into ranked in HCS later this year. Be on the lookout for more information in the coming months. Zig asks, is the new map they showed going to be competitive? We have yet to see anything that says yes. We have yet to see anything that says no. All I do know is... And I said this, I said this more towards the top of the show, Zig. The <laughs> oh God. Let me, you know what? Hold on. Why? I, I need to read you this word for word. Hold on. I need to read you this word for word. Okay. So. In the article that released today on Waypoint, uh, multiplayer designer Cliff Schultz, Cliff Schultz, the multiplayer designer, stated the following about the map Illusion. The new map that is being introduced with Content Update 29. Cliff says, Illusion is designed for both social and competitive play. We hope that every type of Halo player will find elements of this map that really grab them. There you go. So no, we, we don't know strictly if it's going to be in ranked or not. I would assume not. I would assume not because of the camo hallway in the middle of the map, but this is not okay. I'm not trying to, I throw thought they shade. said on the live stream that it wouldn't be in ranked. Did they? Cause I didn't see that, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough. I don't know. I, I, I thought they said it wasn't a ranked map. Okay. I'm going to look at this article one more time. I'm just going to do like a control F and see if ranked is in this article. Ranked is not in this article. So, okay. White's edge. Get out of here. Stop it. Stop it. Scuba Steve. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So yeah, extraction is gone for the time being. That's great. And uh, hopefully they fix it. And if they don't or they can't, hopefully they never reintroduce it. 
Year one launch unlocked bundles. When Halo Infinite launched, we released all new bundles for each team and then vaulted them just months later. They make that sound so great to hear. <laughs> we released these and then we vaulted them because fuck you. Well, after much demand, they are back, but with some huge improvements. The armor and weapon kits have been unlocked, which means you can now customize uh, with these coatings for the first time ever. Additionally, they are now multi-use, which means you can wear the armor, visors, or weapon coatings on any armor, helmet, or UNSC weapon. Because why the fuck would we have Covenant weapon skins in the game? Fuck you, that's why. The bundle will be available in the HCS shop starting on January 30th. If you already purchased the bundle when Halo Infinite first released, the content will be applied retroactively, including those for teams no longer in the HCS. These bundles have only been re uh, these bundles have only been released for teams that are still in the HCS. So Phase Clan, Optic, Sentinels, Space Station, and Cloud9. Because again, this is from the first wave, the very, very first wave. We thank them for their ongoing support for Halo Esports. So, if you owned any of the previous ones that are not in the HCS anymore, okay, your E-Uniteds, your G1s, your Fanatics, um, I mean, not G1, and G2s. G2s. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, both of them, you know, fuck. Ooh. So, any of those, Envy, if you had any of those, then you will still have them and, like, the, the upgrades will be retroactively applied. But if you did not purchase them when they originally released, you will not be able to purchase them on the 30th. They will not be there. Okay. Year three launch bundles. Just in time for year three, we've got a brand new bundle with all new, new designs coming to you on January 30th as well. This bundle will feature new multi-use armor coatings as well as visor. These have been created by the teams themselves and features their unique branding. On top of this, we're excited to introduce the first of three of a new collection of weapon models with the Dracon, uh, Drac Dracon Bandit. It's going to call it fucking Dragon, uh, which will, of course, work with the original Bandit and Bandit Evo. The remaining Grim Reaper and Extermination weapon medals will be available. Weapon models will be available later in the HCS season. The only way to get that Bandit is to support one of the teams and purchase their bundle. Keep in mind that the majority of the profits go to the partner teams, and this helps maintain their involvement in the Halo ecosystem. Thank you for your support. I still am so surprised that we do not have animated fucking skins in the game. Because that SSG visor would be the dopest looking fucking, it already is one of the dopest looking things, but that thing would be the dopest looking thing if the, if their eye of Sauron was fucking animated. Like think about how fucking cool that would be. Yeah. Um, I forget who put out a tweet. It may have been Ubernick who was talking about animated skins. And the thing that came to mind to me is that I'm wondering if they're trying to keep them as in universe as possible. Will, do you hear yourself right now? What about what? In universe? Will, we have a fucking chunky boy core. Was that in universe? We have a hazmat core, Will. Was that in universe? Is that canon? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Is he scout? I don't know. Ears. Are cat ears know cannon books? will? <laughs> but with the weapon skins, that's where they like armor. They seem to not care. Weapon skins. It's all been the same pretty much. I just, I really want, like, I just, I look back at like years of war weapon skins 
and stuff like that. And how like their animated ones are really, really fucking cool. I would just love to see that type of variety applied to halo skins. And not only that, but like given, give these organizations because they said that they're the ones designing them, give them the tools to be like, Hey, we've said that we've ripped the bandaid off before of like the possibilities that you have. Now we're going to give you even something further and make, you can animate these, make them look dope. Like, I just think it'd be, it brings, I think it would sell a lot more, but I also think it would bring like that extra flair, like the armor effects do. And I, yeah, I just think it'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree that they would be cool. When, and technically we have the freaking shoulder pieces that are quote unquote animated with the scrolling text. Yeah. The armor so, effect stuff. Yeah. Why, why not weapon skins? Why not weapon skins? Um, Maythor, I apologize. Welcome back. It's good to see you. He says it's the eye from our summer merch. Well, I'm calling it the eye of Sauron. So fuck you too. Um, I'm just kidding. Not fuck you, but you know, you know what I mean? Collect. Welcome back. It's good to see you. Said so this is a fake will. Why aren't y'all in the same room? Collect. I think a better question is why aren't you here? Huh? Why aren't you in this room? Yeah, I got, I got tired. So now I'm just AI generated for the show. <laughs> we hooked him up to, uh, do people still use chat GPT or whatever the fuck? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Whatever the most popular one is right now. We hooked him up to that. And so whatever will says it's actually AI generated. So the artwork is all original though. Like the will's mm. art is all original. The animations all original. It's just his, his speech has been AI generated. So, you uh, infinite's also missing on top of, Weapon skins, animated weapon skins. What's up? Or reactive weapon skins. Assassinations. Yep. Justin has been fighting for that shit for a long time. You can monetize the fuck out of it too. So they, like we've lit we're obviously they have they they have to know about these things, like duh. But like from the outside looking in, assassinations would be a moneymaker. Animated weapon skins and like maybe armor skins or whatever would be a moneymaker. Um, I love your, I love that idea. Will of reactive weapon skins. Like that'd be cool. Like every time you get a kill or something, it does something new or like it glows a different, like it maybe adds more effect to it. Yeah. Like that'd be fucking dope. Um, you get to overkill balloons and stuff. Shoot out the barrel, like grunt birthday party. Anything. Sound. Fucking anything, man. Um, Dave says, when do I get crossover skins? Wings from Diablo would have been cool, but no, we get Butterfinger colors. <laughs> I mean, we had the, we had that Oreo coating. Um, we had the nelt the nail polish coating. The thing that I will say that I do, that I am appreciating is, uh, the fact that three, four, three, well, I wish they were all like all skins were cross core. All weapon skins were cross weapon. They are like making more and more cross core cross weapon as these updates come out. So like ones that yeah. previously were not cross core, like more and more becoming cross core, which is cool. So like I'm waiting, we're still waiting on uh, some of these promotional ones to be cross core, like the Oreo and nail polish ones. So let's we'll have to wait yeah. and see. Uh, Dave makes a good point. More campaign. We all just want more campaign. <laughs> yeah. We all know um, that ain't happening it, though. Riz, that was me telling 
everyone about the final skins that prints a receipt after you kill a person. My God. Um, Ikuza, I would assume so because I think their goal or their intention is to make everything cross core eventually. So I would assume that, yeah, the knee pads and the gloves are going to be next or whenever they decide to come. So. Yeah. Sholenov says assassinations. The game can't register a fucking backsmack ninja properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So yeah, go check out those bundles. Um, hold on. I missed something here. Akusa says, did you see how lucid doesn't like the new coding for season three? He said in a response, let's just say I'm happy. The season one bundle is coming alongside it. Yeah. I found it funny. Like, so Optic win, wins Worlds in 2022, okay? Like, good good for them. That was, that was a great fucking win. We were cheering our asses off. It was a great time. Um, But the fact that for their year three HCS bundle to kick the season off, their tweet was like, we're, we're, we're reminiscing about that time we won Worlds, so here's this. Okay. The worst part is, is that the optic ones, like a lot of them just feel samey at this point. There's not enough variation to warrant a new purchase. No, like uh phase. They, they've been doing things a little bit. Obviously space stations, one that's done the most differently, I guess you could say um, mm -hmm. like bundle over bundle over bundle. Um, yeah. Phase has even switched things up. They came out with that fucking desert one. Um, Band storm. Yeah. There, there's a few that have gone a little different. I, the quadrant ones also look similar to what they've done in the past. So I don't, I don't know there, but yeah, who knows? Well, wait and see how they look in the game. Okay. HCS major Arlington hosted by none other than Optic Gaming. Tickets are available right now, ladies and gentlemen. They're available right now. Let's talk about it. Key info. It's March 15th through the 17th in Arlington, Texas at the Esports Stadium in Arlington. Tickets are available right now. Team passes are to be announced. It'll be broadcasted on Twitch and YouTube. The 44 prize pulls $250,000 because, of course, it's a major. FFA prize pulls $5,000, and the side events, again, are $5,000. Tickets and team pass, general admission, three-day tickets. There is no VIP. Same as last year. There is no VIP. Okay? Okay. The other thing to keep in mind, do you have an Optic Nation subscription? Do you? Okay, so if you have an Optic Nation subscription, then you get early access um, to the venue, I think. I don't know if it's for a day or for the whole weekend, but you get that, and then you get um, a different-looking credential, which is, if it's what it was last year, then instead of a green lanyard, you get a gold lanyard. Or not lanyard, but badge. Neat. Um, tickets are 50 bucks and you get entry into the venue for the entirety of the event because that's be fucking stupid. If you didn't, you get free access to compete in the FFA inside tournaments 
And then uh, if you attend, you will receive a Halo Waypoint token that unlocks all the in-game Twitch drops offered during the event. So there you go. Zig, I think we're all fucking waiting on that. I think we're all waiting on when the other dates are going to be announced. Discount codes in order to provide an extra value to fans and also allow fans to support their favorite teams directly. You can use any of the codes below at checkout to receive a 10% discount on your tickets. When you save 10%, the teams receive 10%. Cloud9, Complexity, Phase, Optics, Sentinel, Space Station, and Quadrant are all the codes you can use. And for seniors and military, seniors can use the code SENIOR and military can use the code MILITARY for 10% off as well. Team passes, they'll be available for purchase at a later date. It'll be 250 bucks, covers four players and a coach. If you plan on competing at any HCS event, be sure to check out the player handbook and the code of conduct, which are available right now. Links are included in the Google Doc of the show to the show. And the HCS major event rules, which is coming later at whatever fucking time they decide. I don't know when, I don't know. Tournament format. HCS major tournament structure for 2024 will be similar to the tried and true format we used in year two. It'll be a 64-team open bracket, okay? So each major will be 64 teams. So once team passes go on sale, you better fucking buy one and not bitch about the amount of seats that are available. Just be ready when the time comes, okay? Okay. Play, Pat, you're too kind. 16-team pool play and a 12-team championship bracket. The open bracket. We'll start and end on that Friday, March 15th. And the top four teams will advance to pool play. So again, they're going to keep with what they did last year. And believe it or not, for the most part, it worked out. Having open brackets start and end on the same day. Pool play. Feature 12 auto-qualified teams and four teams from the open bracket. Four pools of four, single round robin. First and second in pools go to winners round one. Third in pools goes to losers round one. And it's back again. Fourth in pools is eliminated from the tournament. Okay. There was contention about this last year. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they tried it at Fort Worth, Will? Am I correct on that? Yeah. So they tried it at Fort Worth well, where all four teams from pools moved on. Um, This time, they're going back to what they've been doing, which is fourth place in pools is eliminated from the tournament. Scoob Meister! Happy belated birthday to you. And yes, tried and true format. And trust me, we're going to get to the shafting of your guys' region. Don't you worry. It's coming. Speaking of which, we can get to that literally right now. In Pool A, here here are the teams that would be in Pool A. The North American Major 1 qualifier, um, first place and seventh place. Um, EU for HCS points, the top team for HCS points in the EU. And then an open bracket team. Pay, Pay attention to the regions that we're mentioning here. In Pool B, North American Major number 1 qualifier, second place. The EU major number one qualifier, first place. The North American major number one qualifier, eighth place. And an open bracket team. In pool C, all North American and an open bracket team. And then in pool D, all North American and an open bracket team. 
If you were paying attention, then you would have heard that Australia, New Zealand, and Mexico were not included to be guaranteed pool play spots. We'll get to that. Championship bracket. The champ bracket is where the best of the best will clash for their share of 250000 and a paid trip to the London Major. There will be a 12-team double elimination bracket. The top six teams will lock in those seeds at London. So the top six teams from the first major will lock in their seeds for London. Okay? Keep that in mind. Because I I have a re- will, I have a really good feeling that that's going to come up again like in terms of potential confusion when the qualifiers come up. Mm. Remember the qualifier for the qualifier debacle last year? Oh yeah. I have a feeling that Hopefully this clears things up though, because that means that those top six teams don't have to go through that ring of a roll as in they already have their seeds. Right. My, my question is down the line, our HCS points going to matter at some point again. So should these six seeds that have locked in who don't think they need to play yeah. play for these HCS points that may come into play in, you know, split two as they call it. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Will. We're going to get to that in just a second. Oh, perfect. Maybe I should have read ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. The, uh, the four V four prize breakdown is the following. First is a hundred thousand dollars. Second, 60,000. Third, 30,000. Fourth, 17,500. Fifth, sixth place will take home 8,000 a piece. Seventh and eighth place will take home 5,000 a piece. Ninth through 12th will take home 2,500 a piece. And 13th through 16th will take home $1,625 a piece. Here is how to qualify. Teams will qualify for the Arlington major in two ways, major qualifiers or HCS point totals. NA and EU teams will compete for pool play spots in their major qualifiers. Mexico and Australia, New Zealand teams will compete for open bracket travel coverage in their open championship. HCS open series. The open series will take place in all regions as teams stack up HCS points ahead of the major qualifiers. Face it, registrations to be announced. It's free to enter, double elimination. The prize includes cash and HCS points, a a 2K series distribution. And then the open series dates are included in the Google Doc of the show to the show. Feel free to read through them. Note, 2023 HCS points will be used to seed the first open series tournament. Following the first open, 2024 points will be used for seeding. Okay. Arlington major qualifiers and open championships. Following the open series, teams from all regions will battle it out in their respective major qualifiers or open championships for pool play seeds and travel coverage. Face it registrations to be announced. It's free to enter double elimination. North American and EU prize are pool play seeds and HCS points and travel coverage. Okay. So you'll get points for this one. Will. And then Mexico, Australia, New Zealand is HCS points and travel coverage. So again, they have taken away pool play spots for Mexico and Australia, New Zealand. Major qualifier and open championship dates, they're included in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Check it out. And a note here, 
Teams who earn travel coverage for Arlington via the qualifier must compete with the same roster. Okay. I have a, I can already see it now where we're with Will. We saw it last year. We'll probably see it again. There's probably going to be a debacle that happens with this because of that one line that's there, whether it be somebody needs an emergency sub and they're not granted one, whatever it may be. So please Mm -hmm. keep in mind, if anybody listens to this, please keep in mind teams who earn travel coverage for the Arlington major via the major number one online qualifier must compete with the same roster. Okay. Pool play qualification. North American major qualifier, the top eight EU major qualifier is the top one because there's two EU pool play spots. And then North American HCS point total is top two. And the EU HCS point total is top number one. Okay. So again, 10 pool play spots for North America, two pool play spots for EU and none for the other regions. Travel coverage. Additional teams from each region will earn travel coverage to compete in the Arlington major open bracket. North American, um, the third in HCS point totals. And for EU, the second in HCS point totals. And then for Mexico, Australia, the winner of their respective open championships. Those will all earn travel coverage to compete in the open bracket. The $5,000 FFA tournament. As with every major, HCS Arlington will feature a $5,000 FFA tournament open to all event attendees. Stay tuned for pre-registration. Here is the prize breakdown. $2,000 for first, $1,200 for second, $800 for third, $425 for fourth, $200 for fifth, $150 for, $150 for sixth, $125 for seventh, and $100 for eighth. Stay tuned for more info on which games and competitions will be found on side events, and then Twitch and YouTube for all of the streams along with co-streamers. Will, to close out the topic, I want to talk about the pool play stuff. Okay. So I'm conflicted. And if there's one thing that I say on this show is that I try to be honest hundred percent of the time. And I've been thinking about this for a while, like ever since the roadmap was released, ever since the major format was released, I've been thinking about this. And like I said, I'm conflicted because on the one hand, And Scoob, if you're listening right now, anybody from Australia, New Zealand, anybody from the Mexico region, this is nothing against any of you for what I'm about to say, because on the one hand, I think it's, I think it sucks. I think it unbelievably sucks that we've had this precedent set for so long and, and the HCS is, is touting so often, especially at the beginning of all this, like we're trying to have more global representation that's why we have these global invitationals where these teams are invited out. Um, we want like, uh, if things blow up more, we obviously want to introduce more regions like blah, 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 blah. And then year over year, whether it be to HCS is doing, whether it be due to the amount of players or teams that sign up in their respective regions, things have dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. If we want, now I'm going to look like an asshole here because on the one hand, I want there to be the most competition possible, especially in pool play, especially in championship bracket. 
and I'm going to sound like an asshole, but if you look back, if you look back, back statistic-wise over the past two years, what, the only time a Mexico-Australian-New Zealand team made it out of pool play was at Worlds last year with Luminosity. Like, that was it. And so, on the one hand, I want these teams to have better representation because they're the ones that are putting that work in, in their respective region, trying to get their names out there, trying to prove themselves worthy of being in that spot. And I respect the shit out of that. It's just, on the other hand, I want there to be the most competition in the space. And if, if, if these teams, whether it be because they're not getting the opportunities to compete against North American teams more often, they're not able to come over here and compete and scrim more often, whatever it may be, they're just not, I haven't seen that level being reached yet. Scoop says, we don't deserve the pool play spot. My main issue is that they sent us to our death for two years straight and did nothing to grow our region. So Scoob, let me ask you this, because as somebody who is in that region, Australia, New Zealand, for those who don't know about Scoob, mouse and keyboard phenom is what I'm going to call him. Um, Scoob, what would you like to see or what would you have liked to see? For Because you say they did nothing to grow your region. What would you have wanted them to do? What do you want them to do to grow your region? You were there. You were living in this. You were experiencing this firsthand. What do you want? That's yeah, what I want. I, I'm, I'm curious on Scoob's opinion, too, because from where I sit, and I might be wrong, but well, there were some qualifying events that we only had, or like HCS point events, where we only had like six teams sign up. That or for less. For A and Z. That or less. And when you have that low competition, how do you grow the region? That Even with that being said, if you say you up up prize pool money, right? You're going to get new teams coming in, but the top teams are still going to be the top teams because it has the top talent already. So then you have to grow the talent. And how do you do that with where, you know, if you try to play on a teams, you're going to be sitting on 500 ping. Like, right. What, what do you do? Scoobmeister says a land is the only thing that matters, but without the flashy shits, they're not paying. Uh, so they're not, Wait, you say paying a hundred thousand plus like they did with Melbourne in 2022. Uh, nobody outside of the top three cared about playing because there was nothing to play for. So okay. He says if last year they only sent two teams to each major, cut us from the invitationals and kept our one world spot, that's five trips of five people each event, easily would have saved a hundred thousand to put towards a land. And see, Scoob, I see where you're coming from, man. I do. But I don't think that's how they're looking at it either. Like, I don't think, and I know that's what you want, and I'm glad I asked you. I wanted to know what you wanted. And a Melbourne land would be fucking sick. Like, if we had, if we had, like, I mean, the the dream, right? The dream would be... uh a U.S. major, a Europe major, a Mexican major, Australia, New Zealand major, and then Worlds back in the U.S. Like, that'd be fucking, that'd be insane for a year's worth of events. And we were, like, 
we were supposed to have, um, we were supposed to have a Mexican major. Like that was on the table. It just, it, it didn't happen, but it was on the table. So I see where you're coming from. It's just, if I, I, I'm, this is going to sound terrible, but I'm guaranteed they were not thinking about it that way. Like by only having a certain amount of teams come from this region to compete over here, we're saving this much money to put towards something that they want. As awful as that sounds. So and to play, to play the counter side of this scoop, I want to, I want to ask you this. You said that um, nobody outside of the top three cared about playing because there was nothing to play for. You still, again, this is going to sound terrible, but they still had that chance to come over here. Like that's what they were playing for. They were playing for that opportunity. Now, yes, financially, it probably didn't necessarily make sense, but to have that opportunity, I mean, whooping your ass would be pretty difficult to do. So maybe they just weren't able to do that, which case I understand, but like, I don't know. I, I just, I miss that. That thought of wanting to compete, to be better and to be the best and to, you know what I mean? Scoop says also, less, it, go ahead, go ahead. Will. Oh, uh, well with wanting to grow the scene regionally there, it sounds like you guys need a grassroots program, right? Someone who can step up, start funding lands for you guys. And they do have, like, I don't know about the land portion of it, but they do have ANZ Halo. Or like Halo Australia. Because like, coming from HGS side, they're not going to throw money at something that's not going to make them money, if that makes sense. Because the region isn't big enough by itself. So it's, it's, it's almost like a double-edged sword here. The region has to grow itself to get more recognition. But there are players from there that can hang in the scene. So it's like, yeah, what do you do? It's that's what, yeah, it's really fucking difficult. And I was looking at the Halo Australia's Twitter. The last thing that they basically tweeted out was like for the Fort Worth major qualifiers. Mm. That was it. And there's, I believe they're still a grassroots partner, but we all know what that actually means. Um, Scoop says, I get what you're saying, but people over here don't get paid to play. People have jobs. I've had teammates not being able to commit because it's hard to take a week off of work every event multiple times a year. That completely makes sense. Yeah, Scoob. I, I wish I had the answer. I truly wish I had the fucking answer. And I wish we could just tell, like, I wish we could just get in a room with 343 and be like, you say you want global representation. Do this. And they do it. But they're, but it's just, it's not, it fucking sucks because it's not going to be the way that it is. Because you're right. Every, I don't know what their plans are internally because clearly they obviously have an idea of how they want things to be done when the year starts, like when infinite released. Right. And I mean, hell when five released and, and you had the world championship, right? There, I, I'm guaranteed that the same tune was being sung 
at the beginning of Halo 5, Halo 5 Esports was we want more global representation. Here is our initial outline for what we want that to look like and what we want to do for that. And then either they're, maybe they're expecting it to grow organically and it just doesn't. Maybe they have these loftier expectations than what can actually be met. Uh, I don't know, but I'm guaranteed the same tune was being sung when Halo 5 released as when Halo Infinite did, because I we know, Will, like when Halo Infinite released, it is the Halo World Championship making a return. We want more global representation, global representation, global representation. Like these things were touted over and over and over again. And he was even asked about, it was asked to Tashi as well. Like we have the EU, we have Mexico, we have Australia, New Zealand. Is there plans to expand further? Like we, we asked him a while ago, we talked about the Asian market, right? Like clearly there are Halo players there and obviously I guaranteed they'd love to be able to compete stateside. And he's like, and I think he gave like a, a basic response that, I mean, no offense to him. He was doing what he had to do. Like if it grows, then we'll do what well, we'll we can do. It is. It just sucks. It just sucks. So Scoob, at the very least, to play, this is going to sound awful too, but playing devil's advocate here, at the very least, and again, it is the very least, without fully cutting ties off with the other regions, yourself included, at the very least, you guys are being given an opportunity for travel coverage. Um, and if that means that you guys are able to get that spot, like you and your teammates, whatever that team consists of, if that means you guys get that spot and we get to see you guys in the U S again, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait to see you again stateside. I can't wait to see you competing again. And I hope you're given another opportunity. I really do. Because I, as I told you many events ago, I think you have one of the best mentals. I think you have one. I think you're incredibly respectful. And I think that goes an incredibly long way, not to mention you're skillful, obviously in the game as well. So obviously I'm wishing the fucking best for your region. I'm wishing the very best for the Mexican region as well. And I just, I stand by what I said, where we want the most competition in pool play and in championship bracket. And if you look at statistic wise, and I know you agreed about the pool play spot with what I was saying. Like if you look at statistic wise, other regions perform way better than others. I just hope you guys are given some opportunity. I hope you come out. I hope you ball out and fucking prove some people wrong, man. Prove some people wrong. That's where I'll leave that. And Scoob, thank you again for the insight. Really do appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for providing that insight. Will, is there anything you wanted to add? Nah, let's keep rolling. All right. And you got it, Scoob. You got it. That's it for our topic. The roadmap officially out now. Um, we know what the events are. We don't necessarily know when a couple of the dates are, which is weird. But hey, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Um, you know, I, I, I feel like what happened was that they're like, this isn't going to be nailed down by the end of January. I said at the end of January, 
TBA, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's just, I find that funny. Because typically, I mean, like you look at, you look at musical events, right, Will? Like, depending upon the musical event or the sporting event or whatnot, you have these things locked down months, if not years in advance. Yeah. So I just, I do find it funny that the two middle majors of the year do not have dates locked down yet. Because I would, I would assume that like you would need to have these things dialed in and locked in in preparation and all that stuff. But yeah, I feel like convention centers, if you're trying to book a weekend, right? Yeah. A full weekend. It's most likely, it's most likely that the next weekend or the weekend after that is, is already booked. Yeah. So if your date, it's not like it says July for, um, Atlanta, if they don't get the one weekend of July, they're going after. Yep. Then what? <laughs> Did I don't know. Um, I want to say this though. Pharaoh said a lot of people predicting that, the, that the top LATAM team could place top eight or six after watching them in the last LVT people are no, no, they hopium. That is absolute hopium. I, I would say top eight at best, but that's, that is being very, very generous. Mm. Uh, Dave makes a good point here. Some convention centers don't book over six months in advance. COVID ruined that for everyone. So that might be the issue. Thank you. That very makes much. sense. Thanks Dave for the insight too. Like, don't get me wrong, Pharaoh and others that believe that, like, I wish them the best. And I like, yes, they are playing well in an online tournament where not all the top teams are competing. Not all the rosters are solidified yet. Yes, they are playing well in an online event. Good and for hey, them. Who pulls the closer, closer server for the ping? I would assume us. Like, I would assume the well, North American you, players do. You, but you never know. Like, it I'm could just, pull... People, like, this, this exact same fucking thing happened last year. It happened the year before. It's going to happen every single year. People are going to blow online competition out of, the, out of proportion. And be like, this team's the best in the world. Like, no, they're not. Oh my God. Pharaoh, you are 1000% correct. Competition from fourth through 16 is crazy. It is it absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I think the, 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 the race for top four is the closest it's ever been. And not all, not all the teams are solidified yet. Like we're still waiting for a few to make their announcements. Akuza, I'm not concerned for Optic. I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be just fine, too. I don't think there's a slide back with the roster change they made. I think it's either they improve or stay the same. Tool says, literally everyone said FaZe would win because of their online scrim results. You said nah, but when it happens, you just ignore it. Tools, did you go back and listen to that episode? I stand by what I said about scrims. Did Optic win when they were winning all their scrims? No. Do I care about scrim results? No. Did I predict phase to win worlds? Yes. Did I base that prediction off scrim results? No. Go listen to the episode again. Maybe late to the party, but you think ABG makes an impact on this team change? Yes, absolutely. Also, welcome back enlightened. Yeah, I think he absolutely makes a difference on that team. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, I like I like and appreciate how they're setting people's expectations. 
where they're saying like, don't expect us to win events right away. Like they've said that. And I respect the hell out of that. They know what they need to do. They're, they're going to, they're waiting for this first major. We can see where all these teams kind of stack up at that point in time. They, they, they're then going to know what they need to work on. They should get better from there. Trippy and Penguin appear more locked in than loose and informal. Ikuza, Ikuza, I'm going to, let me lay your fears to rest. It's still the off season. Don't worry about it. Scrims haven't re- like, yes, we had a couple, but like scrims haven't truly started yet. Just wait. It's okay. Players may still be on vacations. Like players chill and play playing other games. It's okay. Everything will be just fine. No one need to now, be I'll, worried. I'll say this too. I'd rather have lucid playing call of duty and having fun and saving his mental <laughs> for when he does then scrim and play with the team so that he's in good spirits. How about that? There you go. If your mental's cracked or just gone from playing infinite hundred percent of the time, when you go to play with the team, it's going to be less fun. Exactly. Everything, they'll be just fine. These guys, like, they are professional players. They are professional players. They know when they need to lock in. All I'm going to say is, I hope Formal's locked in this year. I just, I hope that he put that other shit to the wayside from last year. He's locked in fully from this year, and we can see what that team can do fully. Um, Yeah. Anemone, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the uh, live show. So yeah, just everybody needs to, everybody that is worried just needs to relax. We're still technically in the off season. The roadmap has just been announced. Scrims will start in the near future. Scrims don't necessarily mean anything. And we can get back to practicing. We can get back to these online um, qualifiers and whatnot. Get back to land play. It's all going to be great. It's all going to be great. Just wait. Just wait. Um, so yeah. That's actually, that is actually it for the topic of the show. It's time for the regular news. Community live stream, Halo Infinite content update 29. By 343. CU29. CU29. Crass says, but overreacting is fun. Dude, I, Crass, Will and I, they're not wrong. Will and I are in our thirties. I'm a dad. I don't have time for the bullshit anymore. So like when I see these posts on Reddit and whatnot of these overreactions coming in, all I can literally think to myself is, do you guys have anything fucking better to do than act like this is the most important thing in the world right now, or this actually makes a difference? It's crazy to me. It's actually crazy to me, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but no, I know speculation and overreactions are going to happen regardless. It is part of the fun of it. I know. Um, it's, I just, I, I laugh to myself when I read some of the posts. Content update 29. The best title, the best name of an update ever. 
Halo Infinite's next yeah. free update, content update 29, CU 29, arrives on January 30th, bringing a new arena map, a covenant object palette, and new forge features, a new armor core and customization rewards, and the first of three free operations, starting with the Halo Wars-themed Spirit of Fire. Stay tuned to Halo Waypoint in the coming days as we take a closer look at some of the key components of this latest update. The first of which is map overview. You can take a guided tour of Illusion, the new arena map coming in Content Update 29. That article is out right now, as a matter of fact. Forge overview. Learn more about the new features and improvements coming to Forge, including the new Covenant palette, mode creator, and more. And customization overview. Get a closer look at the Mark IV armor core, customization improvements, and upcoming operations. Looking further ahead, we also confirmed several player-requested features in active development, including the Match Composer functionality for matchmaking, new ways to earn past customization content, an updated networking model, and a new anti-cheat initiative. We'll have plenty more to share on these fronts as they get nearer to release, but for now, we're excited to let the team cook and look forward to these marquee updates landing later this year. They had a live stream! As a matter of fact, and here is a breakdown of said live stream. Customization, Mark IV Core is coming for free on January 30th. Halo the Series Season 2 Spartan Helmets are coming as weekly ultimate rewards. Okay. And Cross Core Shoulders, those are coming. Operations, seasons are no longer happening, instead being replaced by content updates with operations moving forward. 20 free tiers, there's a premium option as well, and they're every four to six weeks. Here is the release schedule. Spirit of Fire, which is Halo Wars inspired on January 30th. Cyber Showdown 3 for the date of To Be Determined. I should say Cyber Showdown 3. And then, Dave, you said we need Yap Yap back. Well, the Yappening 2 with another To Be Determined date is the third operation of this content update. There's a new map. It's called Illusion. It's symmetrical arena map with big sight lines and a center hallway with active camo always activated. Oh yeah, and sword is in that hallway. Yay! Forge, a covenant purple palette is coming. Um, something that was teased that is not coming on January 30th, but is coming in the future. Um, the flood palette is coming. That looks pretty cool. Colors are able to be changed on many different environment pieces. And a forge mode creator is coming on January 30th. So it should make scripting and making game modes in Forge a lot easier, which is really, really fucking cool. Love that. Future playlist updates. Big Team Battle is getting a refresh with the addition of three new maps. It's going to be Thunderhead by Dark Maiming, Insolence by XDTX Chaos and Wolf Rain, and Obituary by Chaos as well. Husky Raid will be getting a refresh along with Squad Battle at some point in time. Firefight. Additional maps are coming, and they're looking into adding more community-made maps, and the refresh is on track for some time in February. Ranked. Ranked Slayer and Doubles will be added as permanent playlists once the match composer has been released. Ranked Snipers and Ranked SWAT will continue to be rotationals, and then there'll be two all-new ranked rotational playlists being created. Okay? So at any given point in time... There will be, I think, four ranked playlists, three standard and one rotational once the match composer releases. So technically an improvement over what we have. Yes, technically an improvement. You are correct. And then they're also working on brand new playlists. Um, they didn't share any other information regards to that, but they are working on brand new experiences 
So there you go. Features, Match Composer. It's still being worked on and is coming sometime later this year. Quote, what is the size of the team you want to be on and what is the experience you want to play on? End quote. That is like the searching criteria of what was given. And then also another quote, a little bit similar to what MCC did, but a little bit of a different twist for infinite. End quote. So I don't know exactly what that means. So know that it's not necessarily going to be a one-to-one interpretation of what inf- of what MCC has. Okay? So keep that in mind. Anti-cheat. All right, well, I, I fucking went ahead of myself. Networking. Feedback is being gathered and worked on for a future update. So the networking update is not coming on January 30th. Um, that'll be coming down the line, so stay tuned for that. Anti-cheat. Well, talk about another situation of... 343, like cutting the ties with something and realizing that it wasn't working the way that they necessarily wanted it to. Because Easy Anti Cheat is coming sometime this year. So it sounds like they're going to break away from the in house method that they've been using since Infinite's release and they're going to be going to Easy Anti Cheat. So there you go for that. And then previous rewards, they're working on making these earnable within the game like MCC and the Spartan Point system. Okay? So like previous promotional items that they had that you could only get through like certain regions, they're thinking about bringing those back and able to be get like earned within the game. Um, other things that, are, that were previously in the game that you haven't been able to earn basically since the release are thinking about coming back at some point or another and yeah, making ways so you can earn them. And then for the future... They have a dedicated team working on supporting infinite and continuing to deliver moving forward. And they have additional teams that are accelerating towards the future, working on brand new projects. And they're currently growing the team at three, four, three. There is a VOD included of the entire live stream. If you want to watch it where all the information is there, if you want, if you just want to see everything that they got going on, but that was the breakdown of it. And finally, playlist updates by halo support. BTB rotational playlist, the big team heavies has replaced big team social for FFA. Lone wolves have replaced FFA slayer because fuck you. Um, the map aqueduct has been removed from the Husky raid playlist and the map arrival, which is currently included in the team doubles playlist has received minor fixes. That's it for the regular news. I guess I shouldn't have touched that yet. Uh, will the getting away from seasons, and going into the this strictly like content update type scenario like they did with MCC. Um, and now with these operations, I will say, okay, trying to remain on the positive side, because I've been thinking about this for literally for the week. Think trying to stay on the positive side, I'll say this. Every so seasons, right? The seasons. We're like supposed to be every few months, like every three, four months, right? That That's what your right. season's traditionally supposed to be. And they finally, like with the release of season five, they thought that they had finally reached that seasonality of what Sean was always talking about. Now with operations, yep. these are going to be 20 tiers like they always have been or like what events have been, right? So 20 tiers, all free. There'll be a premium option if you want to do that, which will come with like an exclusive uh, customization thing and it'll make that pass make it so it'll never expire if you go the premium route yeah every four to six weeks 
So every month or a little bit more than a month, we should be getting a brand new operation. Now, granted, two out of the three operations that they teased were rehashes of previous operations that we've had with Cyber Showdown 3 and the Yappening 2. Obviously with different customization items, but just the same, whatever that event's going to be, they're using the same naming convention. But 20 tiers of customization items, I will hold my judgment as to whether or not they're good because it's all object. It's all like, it's all objective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but 20 free tiers every four to six weeks, content updates throughout, whether that mean maps, modes, playlists, refreshes, whatever it may be. If I'm trying to be optimistic about this, I'm not necessarily mad. Like if you look at it in its in its entirety, do I wish we have an, we had an overarching season? Sure, but at the same time, they got rid of the lore aspect of it. Besides waypoint articles, so now we we don't have cutscenes anymore. So that would kind of defeat the purpose of having the season because the season is supposed to have that narrative arc, like that narrative umbrella. Yep. So we're no longer following that unless you read the waypoint stuff. So even if we, like, since we don't have that anymore, and if we're being completely honest, those hundred tier of like those hundred tier battle passes, a lot of it was filler. Like a lot of it didn't feel very worth it. But on the other side, the one other thing I'll say before I hand it off to you, will is I forgot who it was in the discord. It may have been Steve. Um, but, but said that the 20, the, the 20 free tiers, there are no credits in those tiers. So like in a battle, in a battle pass, in a traditional infinite battle pass, you had credits that you could re-earn through the battle pass, which would basically earn you enough to buy the next battle pass. Yep. Now these operations are technically free with these 20 tiers being free. But if you did buy the premium version of that pass, you're not, there are no credits in these event passes. I don't know if they change that moving forward. I don't know, but as With of right being now, free, I don't see so right. And as of right now, that's not the way that it is. So just keep that in mind. Will, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, moving from seasons to these content updates, I'm a little bummed that they did. It, it makes sense, right? with not having the lore aspect, but I missed that lore aspect of it. Me too. Um, it just shows how, how far away we've gotten from the original vision. And it just, it does suck. You mentioned it. They finally felt they reached what they wanted to do with season five. And then the market did what it does. Layoffs come in. Uh, this is where we're at. So my, my concern is we we had these operations and event, events happening anyway, so we already lose a hundred tiers of battle pass on top of what these events brought. So that's more cosmetics. We're not getting opinion on side on, on what the battle pass was. It's content that's being removed from the game, right? Like, um, say. I don't care about the yapping stuff. Like that's all that's 20 tiers. I'm going to earn that. I'll probably never use. Sure. Where, um, 
you know, the battle passes had some themes as well. That's content that maybe I did like versus this thing. So, um, I don't, is it, I don't know if I'm still hung up on what seasons were supposed to be that this content update thing feels weird to me. Um, it seems like we're still going to be having these chunks of like still every five months, we're going to get one big content update where like big things are fixed. I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. It is what it is. I guess it's okay. That's how I kind of just, all right. Yep. Another thing. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, it's on the one hand, I'm a little like, I made the joke with the title of the episode, but literally for the past two years, Will, we've been hearing getting towards seasonality, seasonality, this seasonality, that, and then we finally, like we find literally they said that with season five, that's what they felt we finally got to. And now that we got to it, it's like, we're going to completely get rid of that system. And we're just going to go this route. Now, maybe it's because they're looking at the grand scheme of things. And now that they have other teams working on other things that this is the, I've been seeing a lot of discourse online about whether or not this is the kind of, turning the dial down a little bit for infinite's development as they work on other things. And like, I've seen a lot of discourse being like, no, this is just a different path that they're going. Or yeah, this is what happened because this is what happened with MCC. I believe it's more of the latter where yes, they're obviously like, if you look at leaked information, there are supposed weapons and supposed vehicles that we've yet to receive in the game that we could very well get in the future, right? We very well could have that in the future. But as of right now, from what it looks like to me is we have other teams working on other things. Now infinite is not going to be the only thing that we do and it's not going to be around forever. So we're going to keep this system going and then just don't expect the world. I, the writing was kind of on the wall as soon as they announced that, like they were they were stopping the narrative umbrella that the seasons brought. Yeah, like it just felt like it. So, I don't know. Pharaoh says they mentioned having a system like Spartan points from MCC to unlock missing content. Looks, it sounds like they're almost out of stuff to add. No, Pharaoh, they're definitely not out of stuff to add. They're just trying to give, they're just trying to give players an opportunity to earn other things that they may have missed. Like Farrell, like you and I both know, and we all know that we could literally take a, a pack of post-it notes that are sitting down there across the table that Will typically writes on. Like we could take that pack of post-it notes and we could write like a thousand ideas on them for customization items and throw them at the wall. The reason why I say that, the reason why I use that as an example is because 343 knows that. Like I'm, I bet they have that. Like they have that whiteboard that has all the ideas on the things that they want to add or ideas for what they could add. Is it's it's kind of limitless, you know? 
Like, oh, we take things from other Halo games. Oh, we take things from other properties. Oh, we do the things like we've done with the Hazmat Core and the Yoroi Core and like the Tenrai, stuff like that, right? Things that are not necessarily canon, but the, the, the opportunities are limitless. It just depends on what they want to do. But that, the reason, like, I believe the reason why they called out specifically that they're bringing in like they're trying to think of a way to make it so you can earn previous things is because they understand the sentiment around FOMO. And yes, it's a lot of it's self-inflicted. Like guys, for those who don't know, you have a week left to get the, um, the Mark six contingency. Oh, the in the shop the one in the shop. Yeah. You have a week left to get that before it's gone. So, there's another FOMO thing. So there you go. Something to look forward to. Big John plays. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Meta monkey. Welcome. Yeah. I don't know. Subspace is subspace. It is what it is. So what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, I shouldn't have hit the news outro sound right away. I apologize, but I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad about it. I'm not incredibly happy about it either. You know, will it's just, yeah, it is what it is. I know, I know you were trying to be on the positive side, but yeah. it just, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we, fucking know. we agree though, like we wanted that lore stuff. It, it would have been so cool. Obviously business is business and things happen. Plans change. And those layoffs obviously made things worse. But man, if we, I would have loved to see even if we never got, because they, they technically never confirmed that campaign DLC was going to be a thing. They never actually confirmed that. But what I would have loved to see was Spartan Agrinia's story continue, um, or just the, the Spartans that were in the multiplayer stuff, just see that stuff continue without just having to go to Waypoint for it, because it just feels like a Destiny Grimoire thing all over again. Yeah. Um, I'm very big on the story being contained in the game. And I, I, I get it. Like there's people that love the Halo books and all the, all the content outside of the games. But for those who just play the games, it's like, we're, we're not getting what we could be. Yeah. Um, Again, it's easier to, it's easier to write a story than it is to make a game about a story. Right. <laughs> but will, will speaking about writing a story. Um, Ikuza brings up a good point. He says, Josh, you see the Halo Paramount season two is light reboot. Yes. As a matter of fact, I yeah, did. He's been, Ikuza has been mentioning this since the start of the show. <laughs> yes. In we the comments. know. We know. Um, we know that Pablo Schreiber, I believe that's what his name is. The guy who plays master chief. He was against the sex scene in the first season. He didn't think it made mm. sense. He was fully against it. Saw that as well. Um, yes. And that genuinely makes me excited. The, he called out the former writer of the of the first season. Do you see that shit? Oh no, really? He, he said like he said it without saying that specifically. He said that they have a better writer for season two, basically. Ooh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, all right, fuck, dude. But no, that just that makes me excited because, like the the trailer for the first season also looked good. Like the trailer for the second season looks good. The trailer for the first season also looked good. So you can't, you can't say, oh, the trailer looks good. The show is going to be good because that's not the case. But I have, 
I'm again keeping expectations in check. I will say this: if for those that are watching on the show, you'll like this will make better sense. But like for those that are listening and not watching, this won't make much sense. But if my expectations were here already for season two, now my expectations are here. It's like raised a little higher. raised ever so slightly because it could still be bad. But if it's good, we're like, well, holy hot damn, they did it. They fucking did it. I, I, I will say the the visual elements were there. Yeah. From season one. Yeah. Like like you we you you've mentioned it. I've mentioned it. The fight scenes were pretty damn good. So good. They were like very good. the sound the sound design great. Loved hearing that when the Spartans were in their armor, they sounded beefy walking through the the bases. You know what I mean? You could hear those footsteps. That's right. The Chevy Tahoe. The, <laughs> <Is he? laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um. If the writing is really better for season two and more on par of our expectations for Halo, yeah. I will take any improvement we get over season one at this point. Agreed. And I'm still going to watch it no matter what. Yes. And I'm just hoping to enjoy it. It's next month, Will. I know. It's coming fast. It is. I could it's say- February 3rd uh, it releases. I, I don't know. I'm on it. All right. You get on it. Um, anemone. I agree. I, I, I didn't care for Quan's story, but that's besides the point. Ikuza says, imagine it's a complete 180 and people suddenly love the show. Ikuza, here's the funny thing. A lot of people love the show as it is. It's yeah. It's the, uh, the eighth for us, February 8th. Perfect. You know what else comes out in February? If I'm not mistaken, Will. What's that? The Netflix live action Avatar Last Airbender series. The first trailer released. I. I'm too afraid. I'm too afraid after what's I, been done I with live you. action and Airbender before. But hey, M. Night Shama, too- M. Night Shama shit is not touching this one. Okay. And the bending actually looks pretty good. Uh, you know, I'll just wait. Uh, to hear <laughs> hear my thoughts upon watching it <laughs> because you will give me exactly what oh, you fucking think about it i'll tell you if it's shit or not straight up oh my god i will say like yes it is like it, it the original series was a kid show like that's obvious and this is also a kid show um but i will say i i truly believe that some of the scenes would play better in animation than in live action like if you watch the trailer, you'll know what I mean. Like there's some, there's some, obviously it's, it's like a, a lot of it's beat for beat remake. Um, in some of the moments of where like Sokka's talking or whatnot, he didn't have that same like animated, like facial expressions like he did in the show and what, like in the animated show, obviously. Yeah. But it's also, I don't know. Also didn't feel like they were trying hard enough. If that makes any sense. I, there's, there's trying too hard, right? There's trying too hard. And there's not trying hard enough. And I don't think, at least in the trailer, and the trailer's not everything. I'm going to give the show an honest chance. Because I, I love Avatar. Like, I think, yeah, Last Airbender is one of the greatest shows of all time. But whatever. You're right. I will let you know exactly how I feel. Well, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. And yeah, I've heard that Scott Pilgrim show is good. That's what I've heard. And yeah, I'm... Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I am... 
that is a show that I, I mean a show that is a game that I am very anxious about. I'm very anxious about it. Okay. That is actually, uh, it for the regular news. I'm not going to hit the button again, but will, you know what I am going to do? What's that? I am going to hit a different button because instead of jumping into Connor, the games watch and will you're lucky. You don't have to deal with this. I'm going to have to deal with this. We're going to go back to competitive news for a hot minute because LVT halo put out a tweet regarding the Swiss format and the recent update that they're going to have for the next tournament. And they say Swiss format update. After analyzing the results from the last two weeks, we have discovered that the internal scoring system on FaceIt is in fact accurate and does not require a change like we previously thought and were previously practicing. The score is the sum of a participant's opponent's wins. The score gives one point for each match the opponents you faced won. Your team's points are considered more valuable if you achieve them against teams with a better performance in the tournament. This version of strength of schedule was always our intention, but given the interface of the website, it was never glaringly obvious the tiebreakers were being taken into account by the standings of the Faceit website. In other words, Faceit's still shit. What will change? There will no longer be scoring based on series outcomes as practiced in week one and two. There was a, this was a mistake and unintentionally gave us skewed results. Instead, we will use the built-in scoring to determine our top eight cut. If teams are tied at the top eight cut level and tied in scoring, head-to-head will come into effect. If teams did not play each other, comprehensive win-loss record will determine standings prioritizing least maps lost. If still tied, most maps won. If teams are still tied, a sudden-death best-of-one Aquarius Slayer will be played to determine final standings. How to view the tiebreaker scoring. To view the tiebreaker scoring, simply hover over the T symbol to reveal the tiebreaker scoring. This is on the Faceit website. And looking forward, we ask that all competitors look forward to week three as all results are played out. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Let me, let me restate. We ask that all competitors look forward to week three as all results is played out in our top eight and 16 brackets in weeks one and two will stand. We do apologize to the teams who were mistakenly cut. Thank you for your understanding as we navigate this new and exciting format for tournament play. So there you go. There's your update from the LVT Halo Twitter account. And I'm going to add it to the show notes right fucking now. We'll say Swiss format update by LVT Halo. Bada bing, bada boom. And with that, that's it for the second edition of competitive news. Time for Connor Games Watch. Um, Will. Yeah. The Rocker. We're rocking some team socks off over the past week. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? They uh they they eked their way in to winners bracket for the first major. Color me hey, surprised. I- yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen, but here we are. And there always seems to be one tournament where the Rocker just have a run. You know what I mean? The rest of the year shit, but there's one tournament that we make a run at 
And we'll see if this is the one or if our hopes and dreams get crushed again. Well, you know what I'm going to say? What's that? I believe that we still just get annihilated right away. Um, Because if I'm not mistaken, we were, I think we were undefeated since we lost to the subliners uh, before the break or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Will, do you see the bracket in front of you right now? We play the subliners. Oh, look at that. We play the subliners. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't expect great things. I The thing with the rocker, and I know it's always a new roster. It's always a new fucking roster. But no matter what, it's just that organization. They always do this. They always fucking do this. They eke into a winner's bracket spot and then just get throttled. And so I, I hope it doesn't happen, but I just, my ex, again, expectations, Will. Those are my expectations. And anything better than that will exceed my expectations. So anything better than a two and done will be better than my expectations. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, FaZe and Gorillas go up against each other. Heretics and Optic, that should be a fun matchup. Ultra and Surge, and then us against the Subliners. And then the Thieves, Legion, Breach, and Royal Ravens are all sitting in the lower bracket to start off the tournament. And we'll have to see what happens there when the tournament takes place. Yeah. So, yeah. What's up, Juan? Welcome back. By the way. That's it for Connor Games Watch! It's time for Adventures of the Lover Games 2! Will! What'd you play over the last mm. week? I played some Halo Infinite. Mainly just for eights. I, I played a couple quick play stuff and. Yeah, but mainly just joined eights. Um, I tried balancing the teams this last week versus picking teams. I still don't know how to feel about it. Um, we did the, what well, we played, we played two series. And the first series, I think, went to game four. Or was that, that was that a three game series? No, but yeah, first series was a 3-0. Second series was a 3-1. But a lot of the games were like two to one flag. You know, we had a 50-49 Slayer. We had um, one of the Strongholds games. A team was up like 160 to 80. And then the other team just got control and ended up winning it like 250 to 170. You Holy know what I mean? Shit, like, that's a swing. Whoa. It was it was a swing. <laughs> Holy yes. moly. Um, so it's Yeah, I don't know what the right route is to do to get eights to feel good for everyone, but it is what it is. Um other than infinite, I've been playing a lot of the finals. I told you before the show. I had some leftover money in my Steam account, so I bought the Battle Pass, so I've been grinding the finals to get the Battle Pass complete. I'm on, like, level 70-something. And um, it's nice because you get five daily challenges to do. Okay. 
Um, if you complete all five, of, or there's XP bonuses for completing four daily challenges and then com- for completing all five daily challenges. So like I had, a, I had a game where I completed my fourth and fifth daily challenge in one game and I ended up getting like 12,000 XP, which, um, just skyrocketed my level. Shit. Okay. Um, and then there's also weekly challenges on top of that. There's eight weekly challenges you can, you can do to get XP. So there's plenty of ways to always feel like you're progressing. And there's even a career rank with awards attached to it in the finals. So you can get cosmetic items based on your career rank, which is always good. Oh, man. Cosmetic items based off your career rank? Yeah, like you can d- get different clothes for your, your person. Wow. Based on your career rank. So, like, it shows, like, oh, that person has this item, this clothing item. They've gone this far in the game. Wow. What a Mm. novel idea. (laughs) Cosmetics based off your progression of your career rank. Is Mm. that new? I've never heard of that system before. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it should be standard across the board. Right? That's, man, other companies, other studios should take note. Cosmetic items for your career rank. Now, Will, we're not like that's not you're not max career rank, are you? No, not at all. Oh, wow! You don't even every have to. Cup- have, go ahead, go ahead, please take. Oh it yeah, away. yeah. Every every few ranks, like there's there's so many customizable options down oh. to like you know hair, hat, eyewear. There's like wow face paint options. There's um, upper body, lower body, Man. which just, I'm saying like shirts, pants, um, there's like back backpacks, back bling. Um, there's shoes, different shoes. You can put like watches or like rings on your person. So, but, but there's you can so get many these. avenues for customization that when you're leveling up, like you can get just all this sort of this, this stuff as you go. That's, that's crazy that I've never, that I've never heard of that in a video game before. I've never heard of getting customization items for just playing the game. Like that's man. I think we're entering a new era of video games. No, <laughs> I think we're just, I think the man. Wow. And for those who don't understand sarcasm, I apologize. Three, four, three need to set the fucking game up. All right, go ahead. Um, and then I played some escape from Tarkov. Uh, my friend, I, so I've been watching a lot of summit one G play Tarkov and I'm like, he's back on the grind. Yeah. And you know, I, I got access to arena. I played a little bit of that. I'm like, Hey, maybe I can handle escape from Tarkov. Now that arena helped me get my gun skill down a little bit better with the game. Didn't he complain about cheaters? Summit. Yeah. I think he had a tweet that he complained about cheaters in the game. I mean, everyone, the, the, there's a, See, there's there's a rampant every problem with cheaters in Tarkov. <laughs> it, it is rampant, but um, they did add a map okay. called Ground Zero. Okay. And you cannot access the map if you're over level 20. So it's like starting people go here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's been kind of nice. I did TK Joey once. 
and it's mainly my fault. No, you blame him. I'm going to put a little bit of blame on him because we're in this like underground parking garage, right? Okay. And I hear like fighting above us in the building above us. We're in the downstairs parking garage. So I'm just holding still. Okay. And I'm hiding like I'm in the back of a truck, like a f- open flatbed truck. There's a crate in front of me. And I'm like, Joey, where are you? And he's like, I'm in a crate. I'm like, cool. And we're sitting there and there's lo- noise going above us. So like when Wait, there's is he noise in the crate going on in front of you. When there's, when there's noise going on around you, you cannot hear, like, footsteps and whatnot when there's gunfire. Yeah. So I peek out to see, like, what's, like, like okay, he's, by the, he's in this crate. I peek out, and there's someone outside of the crate. And I go, <laughs> Joey, is that you? And, like, before he said, that's me, I already fired because it wasn't fast enough. And one tapped him in his dome. Oh, Joey. And I'm like, shit. I felt horrible. I, uh... I tried to bring him extra, like, I was like, dude, I'll bring you 50K rubles in the next raid to pay for some of the shit. Because I, I tried to pack up his stuff and get out, but I ended up dying anyway. Sure. So, it's whatever. But, I, like, he was like, man, you know, no one could have, like, got down to where we were without us hearing them. And I'm like, you know, I heard all that fighting going on, like, right above us anyone could have ran down to try to get to the position to get to that fight. Joey has to be faster on the mic. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I need fast comms. Like is that you No. Is that me? Is that you? Yes. Not like, uh, yeah, that's me. Like, Oh my God. Uh, Cause there's been too many times where I've been looking and I'm like, is that you? And then by the time they say, no, I'm dead. You know what I mean? So, Oh my God. Anyway, Tarkov, it's, don't play it. It's pain. <laughs> good job. I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here playing it. There's, it's, it's like every game. It's got its good and bad things. Oh, yeah. sync is a problem in this game as well. There's been so many times where like summits even had it on his channel where like he's leaning a door and he is dead before he sees the person, but it's just the desync of the, of the peak. Like that's unfortunate. And it's like, it's like halo where it's baked in. It's, I don't think it's ever going away. It's just baked in. <laughs> I like how that's what we resorted infinite to is it's just fucking baked in. It's not going anywhere. Well, we're, we're getting heavy aim back when they do the, the switch. So I, I know like the community's like right now, Oh, I'd rather have heavy aim. But then the one time it fucks you in a fight, you're going to be like, fucking heavy aim. They should have never switched this shit. Like, wait, I just wait, hear wait, it what, do you mean? what do you mean heavy aim's coming back? What do you mean? The new system for, for the networking. networking model. What do you mean? It's, it's Halo. F- it's Halo 5's networking model. Heavy aim is going to come back. Where have you seen that it's Halo 5's model? I've heard this my chest okay it's like to say I, i've heard other people say like heavy aim is in in this model as well okay because like for what it's worth like when when we when it was being tested i mean it's still in the firefight playlist right now but like when it was being heavily tested in firefight and whatnot i never experienced that at least personally i did experience like um more gun jamming like that i did personally experience that Mm. But I didn't experience any heavy aim, so that's why I'm a little concerned there. Um, H2 Goat Cheese 
Thank you for the fucking primer. You get a woo in the three month resub, baby. Welcome back. It's good to see you. Um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe the H five things off base, but I, I just hope gonna, that's not the case. I, I just I I don't know. Something's gonna go wrong, and that's why I'm glad they're taking their time with it. Yeah, is they are trying to iron out a lot of bugs, but I just I'm I'm cautious that something is going to be off with the new networking model as well. And we're going to go into this cycle. Well, like I said, I had more, I had more gun jamming. Yeah. Than not like than previous. So if that, if that's a byproduct of it, I'm going to be, I'll be fucking more pissed off. Yeah. Uh, We don't have it right now. It's still in the firefight playlist. Right. No, I'm saying we don't have that much gun jamming now Correct. because it's been Correct. patched and fixed. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious if they're going to test it out first in a true 4v4 style before they release it game wide. Because we had firefight. I mean, we still do. Um, we had it tested in squad battle, but we've yet to have it truly tested in just a strictly 4v4 scenario. So I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I agree. We really need that 4v4 test. Yes, absolutely. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, what did you play, Josh? So Final Fantasy 16, um, I rolled credits on it over the last week, and I nearly 100% of the game. Um, there were just like one thing that I quote-unquote missed, and then I'm not going to go back and play it on Final Fantasy mode. Uh, so I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um played some remnant two with Justin and that game is way better playing with somebody else and not solo. And, uh, that game has an incredibly slow and stupid opening. Um, but once you get in and it's actually fun and then also played some Halo infinite, played some firefight. And that was the extent of that. Did you do all the hunts? Yes, I did. Riz. I did all the hunts, all 32 of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Justin. Hey, oh, it's a fucking rat. There are a lot of giant rats in Remnant too. So at least the the seed that we got for the section of the map that we were on. But yeah, Riz, the only thing that I didn't do for like the full 100% completion were the trials. That was the only thing I didn't do. Like I'm so because so I'm missing one of Clive's like like trinket things that go on his table. I'm missing one and it's from doing the, the trials. That's it. So yeah, love that game. That's all I played. It's time for some shout outs. <laughs> Happy belated three, four, three anniversary to snickerdoodle. Happy belated birthday to Scoob Meister blackout and Marmar. Congratulations to Games Done Quick on raising $2,515,720 for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. That is fucking amazing. And uh, I included a couple runs in the show notes. The uh, Halo CE Legendary Co-op run by Helpless and Nervy Destroyer. And then the Super Mario 64 Drum Percent by CZR. Will, I think you would get a fucking massive kick out of that run. He literally plays... He gets, he does a 16 star Super Mario 64 run on the drums. Like playing on like a, the rock band drums. No, like an actual drum kit. Oh shit. Now these are like, these are, um, 
like an electronic, electronic yeah, an electronic drum kit, but like a legitimate yeah. electronic drum kit. He plays and gets, he does a complete 16 star Super Mario 64 run using that. And it's amazing. And he puts in like drum fills between each star and whatnot. Like it's, it's Will, you would love it. Please. If anybody watches a run, watch that one. It's so fucking good. Um, Shouts everyone who joined the community play date put together by Danny Phantom, Danny Phantom and friendly eights as well. Um, these include Ashley Blair, Danny Phantom, Fox too quick game, crazy, John Holt, hammerhead, honcho, Rasta monkey, Jr. Ricky Riz snagu, uh, narwhal, elated dartboard, blackout and Zarners. Thank you all very much for joining on both of those. Um, Danny and crew. Thank you guys for doing the play date. Will, thank you as always for setting up the eights as well. Oh yeah. And if you guys want to get in on the play dates and the eights, join the discord. It's free. It's awesome. Um, exclamation point, discord and chat laser beaming. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Give me a, give me a secaroonie here. Cause we have a few, a few to, a few to shout out. It's Bart Clayton Bax, OG complex, Richie Jansen, Benzel, the last big naturals, uh, uncraze chiefs, Yoit sharp, or I should say, yo, it's sharp. I believe that's what it is. Um, H bomber, BXR striker, scuba, Steve, anemone, big John plays and laser beam. And thank you all for the follows. Greatly appreciate it. And then give me a secaroni here. We have halt with the gifted sub to her husband. We have Beth with the 45 month resub, Dave with the 44 month resub, Ziggler with the 17 month resub, Uncle Puppy with the 17 month resub, H2 Goat Cheese with the three month resub, PD with the gifted sub. You all get a woo! Welcome back, PD. It's good to see you. PD, are you going to be streaming? PD, are you going to be streaming? Are you streaming right now? Are you streaming? You only just got home? Well, fucking get online. Go stream right now. <laughs> Get online and stream so we can raid you real quick. Please do it. Thanks. You're ready? All right, do it, please. Awesome. <laughs> and then uh, shout out to everyone who's a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers over on our Patreon. That's Dakota, Christian, D-Pancakes, Ashley, Voodoo Man, Rasta Monkey Jr., Ricky Deer, Snagu, Raider, Hater, Peanut, Butt, One Small Daddy, Daddy Phantom, Riznak, Zarners, Obby Joy, Mr. Smiley, High Tech, Redneck, Goalie Sniper, The Only Neve, Heavy Rainfall, and Elated Artboard. Thank you all very much for the extra support over on the Patreon. And uh, for those who missed Incredible. the Incredible. Will, you fucking, you said it. Um, for those who missed the update over in Discord, uh, the Pro Talk Plays has been recorded. Will will edit that. Um, we'll be doing Off the Rails this weekend. And then the Patreon Q&A um, will be taking place this Friday after the playdate. So... If you're a patron and you want to get your questions in, or if you're not a patron and you want to join and then get your questions in, please feel free to do so. That is taking place this Friday. Check it out. Community creations, Halo memes every day, red.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Go check that out. Space Station Gaming 2024 Pro Gear by Space Station Gaming. Go check it out. Um, I have some of the 2023 and 2022 Pro Gear. It's very comfortable. It's very nice. And I imagine that 2024 is just the same. Dropping it like a muggle, a Halo 5 montage by Legendary C4. Go check that video out by Corey. We have Ladies Night by Lucinity, 
Um, it is a new podcast series featuring women in Halo and esports. So please go check that out. Um, Community Corner uh, by 343. And then we have Longshore from Halo 3. Love it or hate the map. It's a recreation of that map from Halo 3 by Dan the Bloke. Go check it out. All the links included are in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes in chat, or in the description of the audio version and VOD on YouTube. Will, that's all I got. And uh, Dave says, does anyone know if the sleeves have thumb holes on those SSG ones? I don't know. I do not know. Jack. Does the, the new blanket hoodie have thumb hole sleeves? Yes, they do. Or yes, it does, I should say. Um, Jack, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Will, that's all I got. So uh, if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and plug in the fucking show. Yeah. Uh, as Josh mentioned, uh, we have our Patreon. If you want to support us and have your money go a little farther, we do some extra content over there. Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Talk. And as, as always, you can find us on all your favorite podcast services. Search for HGS Pro Talk. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and others like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast, still Pocket not an cast. ad. I didn't know if he was actually going to. No, Dave, there, Dave what, is asking what? about the blanket hoodie, so I'm going to show it real quick. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Um, if you want to get in on the community playdates, eights, talk and hang out with our community, we're in Discord all the time. Link is provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. Find our link tree on Twitter. It's there as well. Or exclamation point Discord and chat. Speaking of Twitter, find us on, on, the, on the social media sites. Search HGS Pro Talk, all one word. And we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Hell, look us up on YouTube where you can find our VODs, shorts. Shorts also up on TikTok now. And I don't know, are shorts going to Facebook? I always forget. Um, I don't, to- I don't, I don't know. Juan, if you're still here, let us know. I don't, I honestly don't know. Anyway, go check us out on all the social media sites for right now. We are streaming live Wednesdays at 7 PM central time, little schedule change, but in a few months we'll be back to Mondays. Yes. I believe. Yes. And, and then, uh, the beginning of May, beginning of May. There we go. And then if you go to hsproto.com, it'll actually send you to evolvedhalo.com. Your home for halo. Because you can't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve and their great shows such as Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Bill of Blocks, and Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Go check out all their wonderful content. And they have a pretty awesome store, too. If you want more merch with the lore side of stuff, go check out the Evolved merch. Go check oh, out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you're any at all interested in their Halo TV Plus series, their first episode for the for the upcoming second season is out. Um, so go check that out. Because for those who don't know, they do like a they do a multi episode structure. So they they dedicate an episode to like a recapping of the show, and then they do they dedicate an episode to like analyzing that episode of the show as well. Um, Will and I have been guests on that show in the past. Um, we talked about the sex. At least I did, because that was the episode that I was a part of, um, and. Yeah, so hopefully none of that in season two. But um, no, seriously, go watch that. Go l- watch. Go listen to that show. Listen to all their content. It's fucking great. And uh, yeah, if you're looking for, like Will said, if you're looking for more of the lore side of things, they 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 handle all that fun stuff. Yeah, my episode had a lot of Quan in it, so there was oh, a God. lot of like awkward dead air because we're like, 
here's Quan again doing whatever. And like, it just got weird because we were like, why? You know? Right. <laughs> um. Anyway. Hey, is is Play Pat still here? I'm, I I don't mean to like call you out strictly, but like Play Pat, if you're still here, let your presence be known. I have a question. I, I want to tell you something. It's it's regards uh, to something that you mentioned earlier in the show. It does not look like it. Okay, not a big deal then. Not a big deal. I was just going to comment on something that he had mentioned. I, I mean, fuck it. I can just mention it right now. Um, He had said, like, he thinks, I believe it was him that said it. Like, it would be cool if we did, like, if we did segments or whatnot at events. Like, if we did, oh, yeah. if we did the show or parts of the show at events. Um, That would be cool. That would be something really fun to do. But I'll just say this. I already floated the idea to Will. Um, if schedules align, there is something I would love to do and introduce for this year that has to do with every day of a major. That's all I'm going to say right now because, again, it really depends on if Will and I have time to do so. But regardless if we were there or not there in person, there is something that I would really think would be cool to do um, every day of a major and I'll leave it at that because I don't want to, I don't want to give too much out if we decide that we can't do it and like get hype, like get expect. I want to set expectations. So know that we have like Will and I have an idea floating around. It may or may not come to fruition. It really just depends if we have the time to do so. Okay. So keep expectations in check. Under promise over deliver. Um, all right. Will, thank you for going through those. I appreciate it as always. And ladies and gentlemen, oh, that's yeah. going to do it for episode 323 of HGS Pro Tech. We are, we're 20 episodes away, Will. From 343. Three. God, it's almost like we should uh, have someone on. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. From 343 for three episode 343. Three. I bet we, uh, genuinely speaking, I bet we could get Uni or uh, Sketch on. Yeah, we just have to get a uh, you know enough leeway, enough lead time, lead yeah. time. Words will lead time for them to know that that'd be the day. I think twenty episodes is enough for like leeway. Twenty weeks, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Why not? You know, um, no, I, genuinely, I bet. Like, if if as long as schedules aligned, like I'm guaranteed one of them would be willing to do it. We could talk about shit. So, um, oh, uni with his epic dad jokes. I'd I'd Hell walk yeah, off. PD. I'd walk off the show. <laughs> <laughs> nearly half a year when would that would that be close to that's what i'm wondering when uh, let me see 20 weeks from now it's from five today. months so it'd be before uh wednesday june 12th would be 20 weeks from now so what that would be like a couple days earlier though because we'd be back to mondays so it'd be like the beginning, like beginning or mid June. Look yeah, it it, it, the the phase majors in July. I don't think there's an event in June. Yeah, that might work. That might legitimately work because there's no event in June. Shit. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll reach out to them. See if they want to talk shop. All I'm going to ask is that if we do get one of them on, you guys need to be nice. Yeah. You guys all, better be fucking all, nice. All moderators hands on deck. Exactly. 
Because we know, I know you guys are nice, but like we know that there's some shitters that could pop in. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, hell, we could reach out to Tashi too. He said he wants to be back on, so we can reach out to him yeah. as well. I know people. I mean, that'd questions. be what mid-season. We can see how things are feeling, going, yeah. how the events have been operating for him. We could know? have a we could have a three four three episode celebration. Yeah, this is only going to happen once, so. That's that's very true. I just want to embrace it. Um Yeah, let's let's do it. We'll just we'll plan it right now. All right, cool. Um PD is officially live with his first dedicated clutch one partner stream. So if you want to, if you want to get your fucking grip cream, you want to talk about cream cannons, let's talk about some clutch one grip cream cannons. We're not oh, sponsored, gosh. by the way, but hey man, that's free marketing right there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Guys, it's going to do us for episode 323 of HCS Pro Talk. If you're tuning in live, thank you so much for doing so. Thank you for joining the discussion. Thank you for keeping things civil and respectful. As always, you guys are fucking amazing. To all the new followers, the subs, the resubs, to all the folks on Patreon, you guys are fucking amazing as well. To all the lurkers out there, you're appreciated just as much, so don't think that you aren't because you fucking are. We appreciate you. To all the listeners that are listening on the shitter, that are listening while driving to work, while listening while at home at work, whatever it may be, you guys are fucking awesome. Thank you so very much. Hope everyone has a great night, has a great week. We'll be back next week on Wednesday because we're steep. We're keeping the Wednesday train a-rolling until May. But guys, it's going to do it for us. We're going to go raid PD because PD is fucking awesome. We love him. So uh, go make sure you send your love to him. And uh, cream cannons. Guys, it's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. I need to make sure I'm on the right fucking thing. All right, that's going to do it for <laughs> us. We'll see you next week. Daddy with the one bit. Thank you. And bye-bye.